everybody. Episode 162 of the PS Nation podcast, or as we like to call it, the Night of a Thousand Stars. We have so many people here tonight. So uh, with us, as not usual, oh my God, he's back. Apparently Mark Singer's on the line. Fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It is Mark. I flee to Canada, and you send Dog the Bounty Hunter after me? Get them dog! I'm a bounty hunter! Uh, and then, uh, of well, you know, I asked these guys back because I didn't know if Mark was going to show up or not. I honestly didn't. He said he was going to, but, you know, I've been screwed by him before and not in a good way. So, uh, no shit. Josh is back. How's it going, Josh? Good, good. Welcome back, sir. And, uh, of Thank course, you. the man with the golden pipes. It's Joel. How's it going, sir? And the golden locks. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so, am I the only one sober tonight? I'm just wondering. Yes. Damn it. Yeah, kind of. Someone's gotta. Plus, I'm on uh, I'm- allergy medicine because I can barely breathe this week. So, yeah. Mark, how's it going, man? We haven't talked to you for a while. I am more than half in the bag already. <laughs> Lovely. And I'm sure yep. this will be a short show. <laughs> but I want to I want to thank the Wonder Twins for filling in for me the last two weeks. <laughs> the Wonder Twins. <laughs> well, they do uh, both have a J yeah. in their name. Thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> as long as I get to be the one that turns into animals, I mean the the water one just sucks. <laughs> no way. Form of Joker an ice turns into gin or vodka, <laughs> or you could be like um, Megan Fox's douche. You gotta, you gotta get creative with this. Yeah, but she's got toe thumbs, dude. That's true. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh. All right, well, let's get through the weird stuff, and the, then we'll get back to the regular show. Uh, a lot of different ways you can get a hold of us. Uh, one way is, of course, you can send us an email at podcast at psnation.org, or you can hit the Contact Us button over on psnation.org, and that'll let you fill out a little form that will send an email to us. Uh, and you can find us on psnation.org. We've been putting a lot of stuff up lately. Uh, also, you can click the little forums button over there, and that'll take you right over to vgevo.com, where you can find us and a bunch of other shows that are on the podcast network as well, and forums aplenty. Uh, you can also contact us via voicemail a couple different ways. You can call the regular line, which is 715-502-9773. Or if you have Skype, you can just call wdt-torgo and leave us a message that way. Uh, don't forget, if you're on Facebook, look for our group, which is PS Nation Podcast. If you're on Twitter, go to twitter.com slash ps3nation. We're like 50 away from having 3,000 uh, followers. Just saying. You could be that 3,000th follower. Who knows? Maybe you'll even win What do they win? I don't know. Oh, maybe shit. I'll, uh, yeah, maybe I'll I have, have a to... contest tonight that I almost forgot about. Oh, thanks. Thanks for letting us know ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, if you go over to furiousgamer.com, that's right, FuriousGamer.com. You can check out the radio network over there, a bunch of different gaming podcasts, including ourselves. Uh, and also, if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch for $0.99 cents on the App Store, you can grab the app for Furious Gamer. And if you have pretty much any type of connectivity whatsoever to the Internet, you can stream all those shows right to your device. So now that that... Oh, and also, don't forget, PS Nation merch, yo! Somebody bought a shitload the other day. Uh, you can go to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com slash PS Nation and check out our beer steins and our coffee mugs and our white t-shirts and our stickers and our trucker's hats and all kinds of stuff. So there you go. Uh. 
God damn it. <laughs> well, since Mark probably can't even read right now, Joel, you want to do the new releases for us? <laughs> sure. Uh, this week, well, this is ironic. This week on the PSP, Pixel Junk Monsters Deluxe. <laughs> hey, you should buy that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should pick that up. <laughs> you need no, another it's, one. It's the UMD version this time around, and it is pleasantly priced at nine ninety nine. What a deal. Pick Indeed. it up. That is an awesome price. Sure is. Also, on the PSP 2010, FIFA World Cup South Africa. Yeah, and it's on the PS3 as well, along with Nier, which is a release by Square Enix. It's an action RPG. Yeah. It is, it is an Xbox 360 exclusive in Japan, but here in the States, Woo! we, get, we oh. get it on all systems. <laughs> what did Josh say about that one? <laughs> that it would be selling into the hundreds over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe is that if they the one you- by the... By the Resident Evil guy? I'm not sure. I, uh, you guys were mentioning yeah, that before. Sure. I don't care. Let's just say it is and move along. <laughs> just just <laughs> say yes and we'll move on. It's not, any, it's not a difficult question. Mark sounds like he spent the past three hours at the Regal Beagle having <laughs> a, a philosophical argument with Jack and Chrissy. I pretty well, much did. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, why was a throwing away party for a, for an old coworker of mine? So we had fun. Eagle, <laughs> God, and there's our old guy reference of the week. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a soundbite for that. <laughs> PS Nation, old guy reference of the week. What's going on here? I have to poop. <laughs> I vote Josh gets that sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Who is the oldest here? Josh. <clears throat> May, yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, th- wait, third. For, for the record. Uh, 39. For Jesus Christ. Days. Mark, yeah. he's older than me. This is so awesome. <laughs> Fucking A. That's incredible. Are, yeah. now, are you drinking Sanka right now? or? <laughs> Yeah, actually, no, I've got my diaper on. Just in case. <laughs> hey, we've got some excess butt cream that Jess got from work if you need some. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm only going to need that when my girl's over. Oh. Oh. You're going to cut that boo. out, right? Ass cream? <laughs> wow. Oh my Coming God. in at thirty nine ninety nine this week, Super Street Fighter 4. <laughs> Hey, that's Thank sitting you, in front of me right now. <laughs> hey, Glenn, what's a focus attack? Uh, that's when you hold those two buttons and and like uh, uh, charge it up, and then you let it let it go, and and it like kind of makes the makes the other character all dizzy and stuff, and then you can get them with all these other hits. Close. Yeah, I know what it does. I just can't explain it. Just because I don't know what it is doesn't mean I'm lying. <laughs> 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 For the benefit of the court, would you please explain time code? Uh, <laughs> PS dead- Nation, old guy reference <laughs> of the minute. <laughs> it doesn't keep me up at night, and it helps me poop. Wow. All right, Joel. Uh, next so one. What, what, what did I miss? I can't, even, I can't even make it through the new releases. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is going to be a long show. Indeed. <laughs> dead to rights retribution. Ah, you get a dog uh, in that game. That's great. And is there anything else uh, eventful in that game? 
uh, it's a sequel to a series that really never took off. I, I know it's got its fan base, but it's not as big as they kind of sell it to be, I don't think. Another reason we'll never get anything from Namco. <coughs> Damn it, I want my Pac-Man. Yeah, bitches. And then, uh, I think no, you missed two of them. Well, no, you missed one. Afterburner Climax. BSN. Fuck yeah. Game of the week. Hell yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's Super Street Fighter. No, no, but Afterburner comes out tomorrow. Like, when the show comes out, it's out. Oh, yeah, Street Fighter's not out till next week. Exactly. Even though, just to drive this home to Mark, I have it sitting in front of me. Yeah, that's awesome. Pull back the block. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Capcom. And then uh, the game that that Josh has. Or did you already say that one? He mentioned it when with PSP. Oh, he said it's right. also coming out on the PS3, FIFA but World it, Cup. Right. Yeah, it's so special we'll mention it twice. FIFA World yeah. Cup. <laughs> it's impressive so far, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I actually played it, so we can talk about it a little bit later on. Yep. Yeah. I, I played it. See, I played soccer. Footy, as people would know it. So, all right. Uh, on to the news. Uh, the first one, do we want to let Mark do? Mark, can you read this? I can, indeed. All right. You can get the remixed Final Fight soundtrack for absolutely free. That's free, as in you don't pay money for it. You can just download yes. it. Yes. Indeed. So follow our link. And it's by none other than Simon Vicklin, who did the Balls Nasty, except I mean Balls Nasty in a good way, Bionic <laughs> Commando Rearm soundtrack. There's a bad way? Apparently it actually does mean bad. I thought it meant good, but apparently it means bad. Yeah, uh, I, uh, the soundtrack was one of the things that really stood out to me the most with that with the Final Fight remix. So I'm I'm really I, I grabbed it already. I, I'm very yeah. happy to grab it. No, he did a fantastic job with this. Like Indeed. it's it's up to Bionic Bionic Commando levels of awesome. Yeah, I have that soundtrack too, yo. That's what I'm saying. All right, next one, Joel. You want to hit this one? Sure. Starting in May, the. Uh what have been customly Thursday releases are being moved to Tuesday. So PSN releases will be a day earlier than Xbox 360 releases. Do you think that's planned? Is that why they moved it to Tuesday? Well, and then Microsoft moved so. to Monday, and then uh, Sony will hire Doctor Who, and we'll get into this whole thing. No, they can't do Monday because <laughs> the Wii is on Monday. Very true. Yeah, we can't, we can't have both of them updating the same day. Wait, mm-hmm. the Wii updates? Oh! It does, hey. Cave story, motherfucker. <laughs> That's so four I mean, weeks ago. I mean, dude, seriously, though. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I the just, only thing that updates I, on there is virtual console stuff, and every now and then, like that Neo Geo shmup that just came out a couple weeks ago. I mean... Cave story, bitches. Cave story, bitches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know. We've seen it all over Twitter. Yep. Yes, we know. But better than PSN, I'm saying. <laughs> Oh we nation God. confirmed. That's what he's been off doing. <laughs> yep, we're gonna getting it all. Yeah, whatever prepared. happened to that? <laughs> he's so, uh, he's supposedly still. Yeah, he's just waiting for you to like get so drunk that we uh, kick you off the show, and I have Joel and Josh on per- permanently, and we'll like son of a bitch. We'll do an intervention with you and send you to rehab, and and they'll be filling in for you, and then you'll get out of rehab, and you don't want to talk to us anymore because you're mad at us because we broke up the you broke up the band, and then uh, you'll go to We Nation and. <laughs> But is it rehab for playing PlayStation? Too much waggle. Too much waggle. <laughs> like, like I should be playing a successful system. Oh, 
Oh, oh snap. See? I wow. went there. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. He is going to win the ocean. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. PS3 is still my favorite system this gen. Aw, uh, at least this week. Yeah, so, yeah. This week. Because <laughs> yeah, Pig Cave Story he came is, out four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is drunk right now, so, you know. Take everything that's, he that's says with when, a little bit of suspicion. That's when the truth comes out, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really have to pee, though. <laughs> well, go ahead and do it now, because we're going to talk baseball. Ah, oh, fucking A. Seriously. <laughs> so, uh, this, one, this one we got permission to talk about, because officially, as we're recording right now, this has not been announced yet, but uh, Sony has partnered up with MLB TV. And uh, hopefully when you hear this, you will know about this already, but uh, they partnered up with MLB TV to add an application to the PS3 that links to MLB.TV in terms of the account and everything else, which allows you to actually view pretty much any, uh, no, not pretty much any MLB game in high def, real time. You can go back to uh, a vault and watch any game that's been played this season. You can pull up all your box scores. You can pull up replays, highlights. Uh, you can set up calendars and schedules uh, for not just one team, but multiple teams that are your favorites. All kinds of good stuff. You'll see it in the video that that uh, features Grace Chen, you know, uh, Ms. PSN herself. And uh, I'm telling you, this looks so freaking cool. Uh, the, the details that I don't have are, is this going to link directly with your MLB TV account that you already have for your PC. They think that's what it's going to be, but that's all handled by MLB TV. That's not handled by Sony. Sony is merely putting the app on the PS3, kind of like Netflix when they finally get it on there, even with the disc version, where they're supplying the way to get to that content, and you're actually being controlled by MLB. But how about that for huge? Yeah, I'm excited about that. I can't wait to order it next season. Well, the nice thing is they have a monthly thing, and, and, and I'm going to try it out for a month. It's like 25 bucks for a month. Mm. And I really want to try it out for a month and just check it out, because the first question I had and they couldn't answer, does this work on remote play? Ooh. Yeah, because if this works on remote play... <laughs> Could watch the game while at work. That'd be awesome. Indeed. The other cool thing is it's kind of like the iPhone app, because I had the iPhone app last year, which was a very beefy app in its own right. Uh, but you can actually pull up the radio feeds in le- in uh, real time from both teams. So you can actually hear the radio feed from the opponent or from your team. Um, it's crazy. It- it's so slick, too. I mean, hopefully, like I said, so we don't have to cut this part out of the show, but <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully people are watching it and thinking the same thing. But I-, I know that there's a pretty big contingent over at Operation Sports alone that has been trying to figure out a way to get their MLB TV stuff from the PC over to the PS3 by, you know, streaming, by using proxies, anything else. And, and now you don't have to do that anymore. You have an app for that right in the PS3. And, oh, it looks so sweet. Just so streamlined, too. Yeah. I really, I want it bad, but I just ordered in demand for all my baseball for the season. Send it and back. that was pretty expensive. Yes, yeah, send it back. <laughs> that was pretty expensive. I can't just uh, drop basically the exact same price right on top of that for a second set of baseball. So, well, next yeah. season. How, how does it shake out, though? Because you have the perspective of just buying that, that content. 25 bucks a month, is that worthwhile compared to what you're paying for but you, in demand? 
Uh, in demand was like one sixty for the season. Whereas this is like I think two hundred for the season for the whole year. Yeah, because the, that's yeah, the thing. After the season, also you still have this available more. to you, and you can go back to the replays. You can watch yeah. a game that you know it's, it's like this big game that everybody talks about. You can pull it right back up, and, and boom, it's it's streaming on your PS3 like right then, and it's in HD. Yeah, and that's the huge difference. That's why you know from here on out after this season, I will absolutely. That's the way I'm going to go. Because I got PS3s on the different TVs in the house, and I, it's just as good as the cable box. I can just sit and watch it anywhere. So that would be awesome, and yeah. I will definitely do that next season. I I really can't wait to see if this works with remote play. <laughs> that can get me in a lot of trouble. Mm, yeah, that's going to be cool. That's That's just the idea that you can go back and watch any game at yeah. any point. It's just sick. I agree. I agree. Uh, well, Joel, you put this one on here, this next one. Uh, you said it's not really gaming related, but hey, I know we're all going to be excited about it. I didn't put it on there, but I was pretty excited after watching the trailer. Well, who put it on there? Did Josh do it? I put it on there. Well, Josh, then you should read it. <laughs> well, all right then. Machete. Machete? And now has a release date, September 3rd. Oh, I'm so there. <laughs> Yay. So there. <laughs> I thought this was fake. <laughs> it was originally, but everybody responded to it so much when it was in Grindhouse. It was just a trailer in Grindhouse for all these fake movies, but everyone was yeah. like, I, I said the same thing after I saw Grindhouse. I, was on, I remember on the show, I, I was recording, like, I want to see Machete. I want to see that so bad. And Cheech better be like, damn it. The, f- the fucking actor's be. in this. He is. Fucking Jeff Fahey's in this. Fuck it. Well, yeah, Lawnmower Man. Hell yeah. But he was in the first Grindhouse movie. He was in uh, Planet Terror. None of you have seen any this of the Grindhouse crazy. stuff, have you? No, but no, this, I don't yet. This, I don't movie looks, crap. this movie looks better, in my opinion, from what God. I've seen. <laughs> well, but the thing about Grindhouse was it's two full movies, but they had all these trailers for... Ooh, there's boobs in the trailer. Well, yeah. yeah. There, there were these... <laughs> they had all these different directors make these trailers that were fake. They were fake movies, but they were kind of in the style that you would see in all these Grindhouse movies. So you had Robert Rodriguez, who did Planet Terror, but he also did this trailer for Machete with Danny Trejo, who I just... We always call him Knife Guy. It's Knife Guy. Yeah. That's um, his cousin. Yeah, and then you had, um, I'm going to forget a couple of them, but Eli Roth did this one. See, I haven't seen this for a while, but it was like a Thanksgiving-themed one. And it was it was funnier than hell. It was just, it was disgusting, disgusting and everything else, but it was funny. And then um, Rob Zombie did, like, uh, She-Wolf of the SS, and they actually said, like, oh, and Fu Manchu played by Nicolas Cage. And he turned out, it was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I mean, it was, but it was all these trailers throughout the movie where they would actually like act like the film broke in the middle of one of the bigger movies, and they would go to one of these trailers. So it was just like you were sitting in one of these theaters on a Saturday afternoon. So I went and saw the whole thing and from beginning to end, and I just absolutely loved the experience. And they still haven't released it as one large experience on Blu-ray or anything, but Stars... That's what I've been waiting for. Well, yeah. Keep your eye on Stars, because every now and then, they'll show the whole thing instead of just showing one of the movies or the other movie. They'll show the entire like three and a half hour experience in HD, and I've got it on my TiVo still. So that's cool. Yeah, but oh my god, it was for for a movie geek like me, I was just in heaven the whole time. But yeah, machete, machete. That was for Eamon. 
And uh, the last news item, which uh, we really can't talk about because the PlayStation blog all of a sudden went down, but uh, firmware 3.30 details have hit. Uh, it looks like a lot of trophy stuff, so you're going to be able to be blah, 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 blah. you're going to be able to actually uh, sort your full or your trophies into folders and all kinds of stuff. So there's like three or four different options for your trophies, but also this is the patch to add uh, 3D stereoscopic gaming. To the PS3. Hmm. So, like, when they finally release the games, or the patches for things like Wipeout HD and Motorstorm Pacific Rift, and uh, they didn't say if they're going to patch kills on 2 yet or not, but uh, there's Wipeout HD, Motorstorm, Super Stardust HD, and there's two other games as well. But uh, this is the patch that enables all that. Now, this does not patch 3D for Blu-rays. That's not in yet. Screw that. Yeah! Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that uh, Wipeout only runs at 30 frames per second in 3D? Well, it kind of makes sense because you're basically doubling the image. That's all this but is But other doing. games still run at 60. Well, Wipeout is pushing the system like crazy. I, I don't doubt. It doesn't surprise me. Or maybe, who knows, maybe at 60 it just makes you sick. It probably would make me sick. Because they had that epilepsy problem already with the game. That, that's what delayed it for so long, so... Maybe they did that just out of keeping people from puking on their floors. I don't know. That's possible. So whose house are we going to to watch this 3D uh, gaming? Joel's. Uh, who's, who's ponying up for a 3D TV so we can take advantage of this? I Joel. will probably have one by the end of the year. Thanks for volunteering me, Mark. All right. <laughs> trip to Glenn's. I want one, but I'm at least waiting till the next gen of 3D TVs. Me too. Yeah, when that's 40. exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, I still think, and this is—I don't know if this is a common opinion, but 3D to me is still slightly gimmicky. Oh, sure. Give me three. Give me 3D that looks real or more realistic, and then I'll make I'll make the purchase. But I, to me, this seems like it's going to. We'll eventually get there, and I'll have to buy that TV anyway. So I might as well just wait. You know, though. Well, I like the gimmicky uh, viewfinder looking 3D, but. Movies, I don't really give a shit, but for games, I think it would actually be awesome. So if I buy a 3D TV, it's only for games. Like, Jess actually does get motion sick at 3D movies, so she'll never, like, watch a movie in 3D. So that doesn't matter. But for games, I think it would actually be really cool. Yeah, well, everybody, you know, we were talking about this before, but, you know, Mark and I, we got that email from the dude that went through the uh, airport in Germany, and they had a, a demo set up of it. And he was saying right in his email, you know, I wasn't that wasn't that thrilled with 3D to begin with. And after watching all these games in 3D, he was sold. Like Gran Turismo, you could tell it was a lot easier to, to, to judge the depth and, and where to turn. And, um, you know, Super Stardust, everything really shot out at you. And he just went through all these games. And that's what kind of sold me a little bit on it. I was like, wow, maybe this isn't too much of a joke. Maybe it's actually kind of the real deal for gaming. And I, I feel the same way. Movies really aren't that big of a deal to me in 3d. It's, it's the games. Well, avatar was pretty spectacular in 3d. I mean, it was, it was no space hunter adventures in the forbidden zone, <laughs> but still oh my God. it was, it was pretty damn spectacular. <laughs> if you ask me, holy shit. Yeah, they definitely challenged the, the medium. I mean, there's a lot of flying scenes and there's a lot of, action they definitely challenge the 3d because you watch something like uh alice in wonderland where it is a lot less action and they can barely get the 3d right right hmm. where cameron pretty much nailed it in avatar 
I can't wait to see the notebook in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be some kiosks somewhere because, you know, not to state the obvious here, but unless you can see it yourself, there's no pictures, there's no description that can really, you know, offer the same experience. So hopefully we get to put our hands on it at Best Buy or something sometime soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, like, do like they always do at Best Buy and nothing will be calibrated and, you know, everything will look like it's split apart and Best Buy will find some <laughs> way to fuck it up. That's all I'm saying. Oh, speaking of which, I was in a Best Buy a couple weeks ago, and the rock band set up, the drums looked like a dog had gotten to them and eaten half of them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they didn't bother to replace it. They didn't do anything. It was just sitting there, all half mangled <laughs> and messed up. And <laughs> nice. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I love places like Best Buy. They just don't give a crap. Sure, it wasn't the Green Band set. Ooh, the Green Green Day, the Green Day set, the it's Green like Band. <laughs> it's Earth Day. It's the Green Band. I am out. <laughs> Why does the guitar smell like pot? Because <laughs> yesterday was four twenty, or was it the day before? Oh boy! Because it's in Best Buy. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, let's go out back and smoke some weed, play some rock band. Woo! And then chew on the drum set when we get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way, dude. I <laughs> got stronger munchies. teeth than you do. God. All right. Since but, we haven't heard from Mark for a while, you want to start us off with what, you're, what you've been playing? Wait. You seriously didn't put the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 announcement in the news? Oh, shit. I didn't do the news this week. <laughs> Fuck one of you Jay guys. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, I did put the trailer up on our site, and actually it looks pretty nice. Um, well, Mark, yeah. why don't you go ahead and talk about that? I don't know a hell of a lot. I watched a trailer Jesus. and read some of the news. No, th- <laughs> Wait, they, you they guys finally didn't did put that up there. Damn it! <laughs> well, it's, it's they finally, finally real. did. Yeah, they they announced Marvel vs. Capcom three for real. Uh, I, there's like a teaser trailer that doesn't really show any gameplay. Um, the character art that you see for the initial six characters is supposedly the actual character models, which are 3D but heavily. I don't know what you call it, like textured, so they look like they're comic book. Right. So if it's true and they're not target renders, that's pretty impressive because they look good. Well, they also said uh, those, those images aren't uh, final. They haven't had any of the shaders put on them and none of the lighting yet. But those are the ones that yeah. they're supposed to be working with. Yeah, because like, so far, what? Like Ryu, Morrigan. Uh, the Resident Evil guy. Yeah, Chris Redfield. uh Wolverine, Hulk, Iron Man, and Hulk. Yeah, they're the they're the six initial characters. You can see silhouettes for other characters in the trailer. Like Chun Li is pretty obvious. I think uh, Felicia's in there from Darkstalkers. But you know, they said like thirty ish characters. I think so. It's not going to be as much as Marvel vs. Capcom two, but hopefully it will be a more balanced game. And they said they're going to concentrate a little bit on the the actual story mode. Right. Which uh, the first, the first and second Marvel vs. Capcoms didn't really have, so <laughs> <laughs> that might be okay. <laughs> Jeez, but I think they were aiming for spring next year, or possibly late this year. It says spring so, 2011 on their press site. Yeah, so I think that's more likely since they're going to ride Street Fighter Super Street Fighter Four for the next year, which makes sense because that's pretty much what they did with the original Street Fighter Four. Well, so and, and, I'm cool. Like I'm happy to see it. You know, everybody rumored it for a long time. Yeah, I would still love to see a new Darkstalkers game, which seems likelier given their whole like fighting game renaissance. Indeed. 
but this is the one that everybody seemed to want, so I'm cool that it's coming. Well, and, and let's talk, let's kind of segue into Super Street Fighter 4. Uh, you know, they released a new trailer from that, from their, from their what is the, what do they call it, Captivate or whatever? Uh, yeah. their, their little event this year, and holy shit, I mean, the, the tournament stuff is insanely deep now. Yeah. So, but they haven't no, set up I the think EGGPO, awesome. have they? No, it's it's still using supposedly the same netcode as before, Ugh. but it's improved so that you will get more like high bar matches because it will find people in regions near you. Um, so basically, like the the matchmaking is improved, but the netcode isn't much better. I've seen some preliminary impressions that it's better, but who knows? Because the whole game's not out yet. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, the tournament is. modes are cool. <laughs> and it comes out in like June. What? Oh, the, 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 the actual um, DLC. Yeah, that, that comes out as free DLC in June. Yeah. Yeah, for like the whole tournament bracket thing. It looked um, really cool. I was impressed. I am too. And the, I, I saw on Twitter people were complaining like, why is you know it's planned DLC? Why isn't it ready when the game launches? My thought is, you know, it's planned DLC. It keeps people from selling the game right away, possibly. Sure. So they're actually making more off people buying the game new than people selling it and buying it used. That's my thought. Maybe or it wasn't maybe ready in time. Or maybe it's just not done, yeah. Maybe it's... Yeah. I mean, they, they threw a shitload into this. For a $40 update to the game, I'm sorry, like, people who complain about this not being DLC, fuck off. I, <laughs> I think this... <laughs> I think it's going to be well worth the $40 to buy it again. Because there's so much in there, there's so many tweaks. It seems like it's going to be more of a complete game than the original Street Fighter Four was. Well, I, I just tweeted it before, but before we started recording, I threw the game in and just kind of played one round really quick with Hakan. And my God, the character select screen—that's awesome. I mean, the fact that everything's unlocked right away, and there's so many damn characters, like 35 characters in it. Mm-hmm. For and and this online mode is going to be coming out. All the other stuff. I mean, this is a deal. I'm actually kind of upset that I paid sixty bucks for the other one, to be honest. Because this, I can I mean, see that. But this is just chock full. And as soon as I loaded yeah. it up, you know, it said, "Oh, I, I see that you have uh, save data from the from Street Fighter Four. You can now do costumes eleven and twelve for everybody." Mm-hmm. So I'm really quite impressed with with it so far, and I really haven't played it much yet. But uh, just the package in itself, and God, the, the manual is just huge it's thick yeah that's right that's got the character moves in it so you can learn how to do them i know i'm still looking for Ful- fulgore I, I don't know where he is <laughs> he's on the 360 damn it rare now i gotta get the 360 version shit <laughs> yeah. uh-oh <laughs> kidding <laughs> did you Thunder. see did anybody see the new te sticks that just came out for super street fighter 4 yeah you were mentioning yes. that joel yeah, you know, I wanted to share this. I didn't buy one. I was just kind of looking at them, and the guy at GameStop let me open one up and take a peek at it. And it's it's smaller than the last batch of TE sticks. So the Marvel versus Capcom stick, as an example, a little bit bigger. Uh, they've they've taken some of the bulk out of the the, the new TEs, especially the the edges. So mm-hmm. you had the you had the stick itself, and you kind of had that border around the side that kind of gave it a little girth. That's gone. They took that away, so it's a little smaller. Even more disappointing was the the artwork, at least the one I looked at. And I think there's varying, there's different TEs that are out, so maybe some of the other ones are different, at least with the new batch. But the artwork was like cardboard. 
or at least it seemed like it was, really Jeez, flimsy, really? and it was just screwed in the top. It didn't have that little rubber lip that went over it, kind of keeping it in place or kind of keeping it protected. Yeah, no, that's gone. That. Yeah, they removed Does that. It, so I was kind of catching... the new ones have like a plexi top to them or not? I didn't think so. It didn't, it didn't oh. feel like it. It felt like cardboard, and I kept catching it on my hand because that lip has gone off the side. Yeah. So it's shorter, and it it just seemed really chintzy. And of course, it's priced at one fifty, whereas the Marvel vs. Capcom stick, at least here locally, is like one thirty nine. Yeah. So it's yeah. ten ten bucks cheaper, and to be honest, it looks like a better stick. So hmm. if you're in the market for a TE stick, I would go after those older versions and not opt for the Super Street Fighter Four. Seems a little chintzier, and it's ten bucks more. Wow. Huh. Good to know. I I actually managed to fix my dual mod last night, so. My uh, home and guide button works properly and lights up properly now. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Hopefully enough. I I, uh, I hot glued all the wiring down so it wouldn't that's, Yeah, that's usually move the best all. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it's fine. Because like, I'd fucked it up by losing some of the solder points on the original PCB. But I, I figured out how to bypass it and go right to the, like, the little turbo and home button panel in the, like, the top left of the stick. So it seems to be working fine, lights up properly like it should, and the home button actually works. So cross your fingers. You've got to admit that it was, I mean, it sucked at the time, but you got to admit it was pretty funny at MGC when literally everyone that had a custom stick, every one of them died. Oh, shit, yeah. Like- well, that's the one thing I don't know if I did fix, because mine started randomly misfiring the start button, so the game would just start pausing. Yeah. It hadn't done that until MGC. <laughs> so I rewired a couple, like start button, a couple other things. So hopefully that's fixed now on my stick. I'm gonna be pissed if it's not. Oh, oh boy! All right. Well, uh, now that we covered all that, Mark, what have you been playing? Well, it's uh, been a while since I've been here. No shit. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like the least amount of video gaming I've done in like two or three weeks since I can remember. Uh, I've just had way too much going on. I've tried to play what I can here and there. Like, you know, I was <laughs> gushing about Cave Story, but I played that a little bit. Um, a little bit of Street Fighter 4 to get my scrub sport matches in. Um, I started up Sam and Max on PS3, but I didn't finish it, so I'm not ready to review that yet. I've been playing Sakura Wars on PS2. Nice. Uh, I'm hoping to review that next week. Like I had to replay everything I did in the preview copy, which kind of stinks, but the save file was not compatible from the preview to the review copy. So I had to redo everything. Right. But I'm hoping to either finish it up or get pretty close to the end by next week. Awesome game. Like I encourage everyone to pick it up because freaking awesome. I mean, it's like 30 bucks on the Wii and I, I forget how much it is on the PS2. Is like 40 or 50, but it comes with all the extras on the PS2, like the Japanese language disc. So awesome. I am enjoying this more than I did for the hour and a half I played a Final Fantasy 13, so pick this up instead. <laughs> there you go. Suck it, Square! Well, I, have, I have a couple <laughs> copies of that, so I just have to open one of them. Do it! <laughs> um... Fuck, what else have I been playing? I played Final Fight. I know you guys reviewed it last week. But I'll reiterate, this is one of the best emulated arcade games I have ever played. I think they they treated it with so much respect for both Final Fight and Magic Sword that yeah. this is well worth anyone's $10. It is just awesome. I mean, 
I love Final Fight, but there have been so many beat 'em ups that have surpassed it. But it's still it's still a classic. And Magic Sword, I like a lot. I think it's a cool game. It gets a little repetitive after a while, but yeah. it is an old arcade game. So what are you going to do? Well, but the you, way they heard about the problem that uh, that arose with the PS3 version of Final Fight Double Impact, though. No, what was it? You have to be connected to the PSN for the game to work. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, uh, Joystick just did an article on it today. Uh, the 360 version works fine if you unplug, but you have to have an internet connection for the PS3 version to work. That kind of sucks, but I can understand it with like the whole drop-in, drop-out co-op. Yeah, but it sucks because you can still play, you know, on the couch co-op. And I mean, you know, we're at MGC and we might not have internet connectivity, and we want to show this awesome game. Can't yeah, do. Yeah, I can see that. That sucks. Huh. So anyway, you can continue, um, but I, I thought I'd bring yeah, that one up. It is awesome, though. Well worth 10 bucks. Like, yeah, the I extras agree. in it are freaking incredible. Well, did you see you're um, going to unlock uh, the the Final Fight episode of the Street Fighter animated of, series? Yes. <laughs> so freaking cool. <laughs> I need to play more of it. And yeah, like, just so... yeah, I mean, I think you guys touched on this last week, but you can't share this game because it will lock you off yeah. of of the online version even like i mean we hit that with the preview copy yeah Mm -hmm. but maybe that's why they are forcing you to be on psn all the time maybe that that could be that could have something to do with it it's it's still i mean 10 bucks it's worth it for two games they're great classic arcade games um i had a couple people messaging me about this but um i did buy like i mentioned it i bought the dsi xl at MGC, and people wanted my impressions of it. So, <laughs> I love the damn thing. I seriously do. I I think it's fantastic. I would encourage people to buy this if they were thinking of waiting to upgrade for the the 3DS. Like, just buy the XL. It's awesome. The screens are a shitload bigger. I think I think the actual like the the XL screens are bigger than the PSP Go screens. Possibly they are. They are. Yeah, but like they're they're not quite as they're they're taller than the the regular PSP screens, but not as wide. Yeah, and the resolution didn't change, and you can tell in the menus because everything gets pixelated. But in game, it doesn't matter because it looks phenomenal. Two D games, especially even the three D DS games, do not look bad on these screens, which I thought they would. So I think it's great. I can't go back to like the old smaller p uh, ds screens i really can't sure i think it's it's i mean i'm a big like pixel art fan so this this is awesome for me i love it i'm <laughs> desperately awaiting the new shantae for dsiware which <laughs> is a awesome 2d game 2d platformer that's coming soon it's awesome i think it's a little pricey at like 190 or whatever it's at so i if if you wanted, well, you are DS, buying like, a netbook. <laughs> yeah, it, it is basically like Jess it's calls huge. it my netbook DS. It's fucking huge. Um, <laughs> I upgraded from the DSI to the DS Lite. I didn't have a DSI yet, so I think that was worth it. I don't know if it's worth upgrading from the DSI if you already have one, especially since you can't transfer your download shit. Nintendo needs to fucking fix Jesus. that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. There's no reason for that. Um, but if you're, if you're going from like a DS Lite to this, I would say just like, forget, forget the DSi, just go for the XL. It's worth it. Oh yeah. If I had my choice um, between those two, I'd go for the XL easily. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also game flight, uh, that WarioWare do it yourself where you can like make your own games and stuff. Sure. It's pretty neat. Like, eh, I played it for a while and then just sent it back to Gamefly because I'm like, I don't have the fucking time to make my own games and whatever. So, I think it's cool if you got the time for it, but whatever. Shit, did I play anything else? I bought Deadly Premonition for 360 off Amazon when it was like 15 bucks, but I haven't even played it yet. What's that game all about? I keep seeing people talk about it and I haven't seen a goddamn even screen for it. It's like a really cheesy survival horror game. Like, it's it's a bad game that's good, okay. you know. Like one, you know, a shitty game that's actually fun. So I think basically the story and like the voice acting and the gameplay are all like moderate, like bad, but still enjoyable somehow. Okay, that's the that's the impression I get. But I haven't played it yet, so maybe for next week. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I know about it. Uh, <laughs> shit. I think. I think that's about it. Like, honestly, I've been gone for so long, but I've barely played anything because I've had so much freaking freelance work to do, and I need to get my goddamn check for it because I want to pre-order a new PSP. Yeah! Yeah, you gotta get that PSP Go for $189 from Dell. Oh, fuck that. It's still not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but I've got, like, 40 UMD games. I, I still can't fathom getting a Go. Yeah. I really can't. Don't worry, I, the PSP 4000 will be announced at E3. You know, I'm I'm debating whether to like pre-order one of the Metal Gear bundles or wait and see what they do. Because I don't really like the camo bundle from GameStop for Peace Walker, but I figure I could get that and then sell it to some Metal Gear fanboy chump a couple months later for more than I paid for it. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, the way I sold my PSP 1000 to you. Oh, you sold, you sold, no, 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 no. You sold it to Marquis, who gave it to me. Oh, that's right. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I actually like... with it anyway. <laughs> I, I like the green PSP, the other Metal Gear bundle. I think it's a cool color. Yeah. So I'm, I'm debating that one. I don't know. I got to see, because I haven't even gotten paid for my shit yet. Pay this man. That's right. I did a lot of work. All right. That it for you? I think so. Was that like 20 minutes? Probably. Cool. <laughs> How many drinks did that equate out to? You should have like a little mini bar. Right it's there, empty. Right? Yeah. yeah. I need one too soon. Uh, Joel, I what'd you pee. play this week? Well, I uh, fired up home. I said I was going to do it last week and I did it. I went Ooh. into home for the first time in a long time. And I uh, basically spent a good couple hours just trying to get my dude set up. Get him ready to stroll around the village, <laughs> around the area. <laughs> call it the village. And then, you, and then you dressed up like a chick to see how many people would hit on you. No, no, no. But you know what I did? I uh, was a little overwhelmed by all the the facial options. I'm sure you could. Pro- I could probably create my dude to look just like me if I spent like four hours. But sure, yeah, no, I didn't want to do that. So I just kind of threw together a face in like five minutes and then bought a storm tro- stormtrooper outfit and just put that on so you couldn't see me. <laughs> You bought? What? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I had some PSN money in my account burning a hole in my you pocket. You bought virtual pants. I bought a virtual Stormtrooper outfit. <laughs> Nerd! So, so I was a helmet, pants, Nerd. and a top. Hey, I spent money on an Air <laughs> Rogers jersey, so... If you want to be technical about it. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
And then I walked around sure. home. I, uh, you know, I did the obligatory dancing with a bunch of freaks oh, out in the middle of the square. And yeah, that was pretty cool. Checked out some of the videos that were playing. You guys are right. Home is much better than it was. Even the loading seemed a lot faster. Even the installs went by a lot quicker this time around. I don't know yeah. why, but just uh, very streamlined. Much better experience. I plan on going back and checking out some of the spaces. I didn't have a chance to do that. Then I uh, bought a new PS3, a brand new PS3. So I have two of them now. Holy crap. Woohoo! Nice. So I think that between the four of us, I joined the club, right? You guys each got at, at that, least like 12 two. 12 or, let's see, times. <laughs> yeah, between the four of us. Times pi. Josh has got, Josh has three. got three of them. Yeah. Well, I've bought four. Wait, seriously? Three? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to. I had two for a long time, but I got the third um, right after MGC because I had like two hundred dollars worth of game card or game card GameStop, um, or two hundred fifty dollars worth of GameStop gift cards um, that I got through Discover or something. So, yeah, I figured wow. why not? You could have bought a DSi XL. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 not a child. Sorry. Ah, that's because you're like 40. Oh. <laughs> well, then I should be buying the XL, if anything, because I'm old and blind, right? <laughs> I can't see this very well. <laughs> yeah, no, I do have a DS, but I do have a DS, uh, which one is it? The DS Lite, but yeah, that's what I, I hardly play it. So, yeah. I don't even know where mine is. So I uh, set my PS3 up. I played that game. You know, getting it squared away, downloaded all my content to the second console. That took a couple hours, and then I uh, yeah. ordered my new Netflix disc, second Netflix disc. Nice. nice. Yeah, I don't think you can... I haven't tried it, but I don't think you can take the disc that... Uh, I mean, isn't there a separate code for each console? The disc itself will work fine, but you need to have two codes. Okay. Yeah. But I just okay. keep one disc with each one, and, and it works. That's what Then I, I picked up, or I was... Uh, I received in the mail from Glenn, 3D.GameHeroes. Ooh. So I spent, spent about an hour and a half. I just got that over the weekend. I didn't have a lot of time, but put it in about an hour and a half, and you'll hear more about it later, but yeah, solid. Indeed. I think I'm reviewing that some, tonight, huh? You are? Wow. I think I saw it on the website, too. I think so, yeah. And then, of course, pulling up the rears. Little pixel junk monsters in there. <laughs> I am shocked, <laughs> sir. I am appalled. Wait, no, just shocked. <laughs> I want a rainbow. I want to get. I want to perfect clear it. So I'm just kind of hacking away a little at a little. Wow. Uh, Josh. Yes. Wait, oh, wait, I seriously what? have to go pee because I'm going to explode. <laughs> 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 All right. So I'll I should right. start with sports games, right? <laughs> yeah. Talk sports games for like three minutes, and I'll be right back. All right, actually, then that throws off how I was going to start. So, damn it! Let me... Way to go, Mark! All right, go ahead, go ahead. Mark. Really sorry, oh, no, no, I really got to go. Gotta go. Uh, we can always wait until you get back. Go ahead. No, I'll just, right. I'll just, you we'll know, just keep going. I'll rejoin. No, 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 I'll rejoin. Fuck it. <laughs> it was nicer without that guy around. Oh shit! What? what? <laughs> also, my blood pressure's back up. I don't know why. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Sports games. Friend of mine came up this weekend. Um, the guy with no consoles, the poor guy with no consoles. And, uh, we went to a lacrosse match right up the road from where I live. And when he came up, I was sitting here playing MLB 10. I was playing through my road to the show. Nice. 
And he came downstairs. I had it paused. He was like, holy crap, look at that. I said, yeah, it's pretty nice, huh? He's like, the lighting, it's holy shit. <laughs> so I had to quickly finish my, uh, my game so that we could jump into an actual uh, exhibition game with the two of us. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, he was enjoying that a lot. And then we jumped into our NCAA Football 10 on the 360, which we each created our own teams, our own college teams, because we both went to colleges without actual football teams. (laughs) And (laughs) we've done that forever. But the cool thing is on 10, you can actually upload your college logo yeah, and do all the all the colors and everything, and it's amazing to see the presentation with your actual college logo on the screen like that. It's so freaking cool. They went really far with that game. They, they sent us that for review this last year, and uh, Cracker Jack and I played it quite a bit, and I couldn't believe all the stuff you could do, and, and even the tools on the PC that, that linked up with the game. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Yeah, and that's what we did. I, I built out my entire college and i said you send me or actually i found the logos for his college and uploaded them all and said here go create an account here go set everything up and he created his own college team for when he came up the next time so that it was all prepared and we could just log in and use both our college teams and just go to town nice so yeah every time he comes up we we jump in and we play at least 3 or 4 uh, games of that, you know, depending on who wins. <laughs> and he killed me this time. <laughs> he just destroyed me. So, uh, we did that. We did a little bit of <laughs> Buzz <back>. Quiz TV. <laughs> because I haven't played Buzz enough. Oh, shit. We gotta thank Nabashin for uh, his donations. I did, yeah. but I'll do it again, because it's awesome. Wait, when? Because he said he didn't. Uh, we did at after the MGC after at the FT ah the show after MGC we did. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah, but I'll do it again, man. <laughs> I I was shocked and and I thank him over and over for sending that. That was that was awesome. I <laughs> already played it with my parents because they wanted to see the new one. Mm-hmm. And I did forget to mention I played Mega Man X Collection, which he also sent, which is fucking awesome because I never really played Mega Man X much before. Hmm. There you go. Thanks, All Nabashin. Right. Thanks, Nabashin. So, yeah. <laughs> we blew through some Buzz Quiz TV. Uh, I made him play God of War 3. <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm not going to play it, but I just because I haven't finished God of War 2 yet, but I'll, I'll sit and watch the beginning of it if you play it. <laughs> <laughs> and man, holy crap, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, that game's amazing. Yeah, so I have to finish God of War 2. I'm stuck at that that large slug-like Medusa, and I just oh, I get mom. so... Yeah. Oh, bringing so, it back! <laughs> oh, long snap. Has it been? God damn. It's been far too long. I'm probably going to get I, served with papers now. <laughs> <laughs> I get so close to killing her off, and I can't do it. And I spent a a good 20, 30 minutes on it one time and just said enough. And I haven't gone back to it yet. So I need to get back to it. But, uh, I played some just cause two again, of course. Now I'm about 15 hours in and about 
11 or 12 percent jeez i'm telling you that game is you could buy a ps3 and that game and nothing else and be set for the next three years probably (laughs) i heard something about i heard something about that game i heard somebody finished it and they they were only still at about 20 (laughs) percent so i think it must it must count all this everything like all the side missions and everything oh yeah absolutely it counts well one of the things i was picking up this past week, I it said you've picked up weapon part number ninety of two thousand, and I went, oh fuck! Oh my god, I'm afraid to open that game. <laughs> it's fun though, dude. You have to do it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And then he wanted a a realistic modern, a realistic war type game, and I threw him into Modern Warfare too. And said, just play through the first couple levels, because I wanted to, him to get to the Russian level, the uh, the airport. And okay. yeah, he got to that. And he was like, uh, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's pretty crazy, huh? So yeah, he was he was enjoying that. I was enjoying watching that again. And uh, and we shut that off, and Red Dawn was on TV. <laughs> I said, oh, perfect. <laughs> I said, because the next level is Red Dawn anyway. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, yeah. So that's about it for me. Oh no, we also played Final Fight. Got him into that. He enjoyed that, and I was having a good time having a second player to play with right here on the couch. And that's the way it's got to be played, yo. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. And my flyers are up three one on the Devils. Yay. <laughs> Devils. <laughs> Oh, wait, actually, this this was the thing I was going to lead off with, but Mark had to go pee because he's like Mark, a little girl. Whatever, Mark, jerk. Yeah. Put your, put your damn diaper on. I mean, come on, dude. No. Learn how to podcast. Join the show. Man. Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, I'm actually not wearing a diaper for the record. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm That's called depends. <laughs> depends when you get older. Yes. It's not a diaper. <laughs> um, but this actually I keep forgetting this was something that came up a couple weeks ago and I tried it out and I kept forgetting to bring it up Lego Rock Band nice oh yeah and the code and and how to you know what happens when you you have your little code that comes in Lego Rock Band it's the most convoluted fucked up retarded thing <laughs> that I've dealt with yeah you have to like put There's it into code. the website and that gives you a different yes. code and yeah Yes. Yeah, you have a code, and it makes it out to be like, all right, you get this code, and you can export your stuff right to regular Rock Band. I'm like, great. So you go to the website, you put it in, and it gives you a second code, your export token, but you have to pay $10 for that when you put that in to your PS3. I still haven't done that. Yeah. See, it doesn't really mention that. It just says redeem code and enter your token here and your export license code is downloaded from your disk and you're all good. But then when you put the code into your PS3, it says, okay, that'll cost you 10 bucks. And I'm like, whoa, dick. Huh, I didn't know about so, that. Yeah, so I did it anyway. I just figured, all right, whatever, 10 bucks. And it was, um, it's like a one point, almost a 1.3 gig download. Wow. And it's a straight download. It's it's not it doesn't rip it from the disc or anything. You have to physically download it from the store. So it's like the ACDC pack and the country pack. Yeah, I wouldn't know about either of those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but the ACDC yeah, pack is. is so cheap. 
Yeah, I'm not a big ACDC fan. I know uh, Fluffy's going to come back to is? the U.S. and beat my ass, but... <laughs> Whatever. Josh has win. <laughs> God. Sorry, Fluffy. Uh, yeah, not a big ACDC fan, but still. So yeah, that's that's the deal on Lego Rock Band. I know we, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, and nobody really knew exactly what the deal was and how it all worked, but... It's it's a little deceptive because it really doesn't tell you you're going to have to pay for it. Right. Uh, and you don't have to. You get to that point and just go, oh, fuck that. I'm not paying. But still, eh. <laughs> they should warn you at least before you go through all the hassle. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, that's it. That's it for me. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> before it even comes to video games, uh, I, a lot of people on Twitter saw it, but uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, here every year they do this big trivia challenge. It's like the whole town gets involved with it. And it's like 400 and some teams that we had this year. And a lot of people I work with actually uh, take take part in it. And it starts on like Friday at 6 o'clock and it goes till midnight on Sunday. Like solid. And they ask you like eight questions an hour. You get you have two songs to answer it. So you have to, you know, that's your timer. And uh, they have other things where they make you, it's kind of like a little scavenger hunt. They give you clues on where to go, and you get stamps in these books. You have a team that does that, and uh, they do like these music snippets. So they put ten or eight songs in a ten-second clip. And they do all all sorts of things like that. And I'd heard about it for years, and, and I never got involved with it. And, and my boss and a bunch of people I work with uh, all have a team, or a couple teams actually. So I ended up going over to my boss's on Saturday. And I stayed for like the rest of the time, like 38 hours, I think it was. And it was such a blast. But my God, I only slept like three hours the entire time. (laughs) There was one point on Sunday where I I quite seriously passed out. Like I was sitting on the couch, typing on my laptop. And the next thing I knew, I was waking up and I was all like, oh, what's going on here? I thought I was at the dentist at first, but my zipper was up. So I I, I didn't know what was going on, really. But it was an absolute blast, and I know that a couple of my coworkers listen to the show now, and, and uh, you know, thanks to everybody for, for letting me join in, and it, it was a great time. Uh, unfortunately, Roger, who I work with, who just got a PS3, was a complete puss and was only there for a little while and decided to bolt, but just got a PS3, so whenever anybody sees his PSN name, and I'll, I'll put it up on Twitter so you can, you know, look out for him in Battlefield, because he bought Battlefield, make sure you give him a good knife in the back. Because, uh, yeah, I think he deserves one. So I want to see a lot of dog tags with his name on them starting uh, after I put the put the name up. PS Nation old man comment of the week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn you, Twitter. Um, <laughs> so games I played. Uh, well, first off, I, I asked permission to talk about this this week uh, because the embargo doesn't lift until next week. But I've uh, been playing a lot of Fat Princess on the PSP. So this is just going to be kind of a preview thing. No judgments made, anything like that. It's just going to be kind of an overview of it. Uh, but they set it up so we could play online with some of the developers last Monday. Uh, so we got to play online for two hours, and online does work, you know, and, and, and uh, works in infrastructure and in ad hoc. I did not try ad hoc party, but uh, works in infrastructure. I don't know if voice works or if nobody was using it. Uh, people don't really have the excuse that they don't have a mic with the PSP because the 3000 and the Go have it built in. So I, I just don't know if voice works in it or not. I'm not sure. But uh, played two hours of, of online, had a really good time with it. Uh, it does still have the bot support, so if you don't have a full server, it'll it'll do bots. I think it's got 
I want to say 16 player online or 24 player online. So it's pretty robust. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It has a lot of its own maps. I think there's a couple of maps in there from the old, from the PS3 version, but uh, very impressed at how close they've gotten this game visually and 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 in audio. It's it's very very close all around, and and it's quite impressive. I mean, every now and then you'll see a frame rate drop, but that's about it. Uh, a lot of new. It's pretty funny. One of the load screen actually, screens actually says thirty three percent more internet memes. So. <laughs> the, the the announcer dude is back and he has a lot more sayings now and and it's pretty much the same game uh, you know you, uh it's got a couple of new modes in it which i haven't really gotten to play too much yet i've i've primarily been playing the single player so far like the story mode it's it's good and, and i my worry is and i'm gonna hit it really hard before i do the review but my worry is is it right for a handheld game number one because you know ps3 it's it's pretty much online exclusive uh, so that's one of my big fears going into that game and I'm not going to talk about it now. I'll talk about it in the review, but also, uh, is the online going to be good enough? You know, that was one of our big problems with the PS3 version. My expectations are lower online wise with the PSP version because I wouldn't expect to be able to pull up my friends list and go find my friends like on the PS3. I mean, I've never had that expectation on, on a handheld uh, it does use your PSN account though, so when I got on, it actually said Torgo and, I, and then that kind of thing. But um, so far, you know, I'm re- I'm really impressed with it. I don't know what the price is going to be. I got to look that up finally and, and see what it's going to come in at. Uh, but look for a full review next week. But uh, I have been playing it a ton, and overall, like I said, I'm I'm very impressed with what they've done. I mean, this is on par with the conversion from the PS3 to the PS2 for Little Big Planet. Honestly, it's it's very very good looking game for the PSP, and uh, they have all the audio in it so far. So same great gameplay. Uh, it's it's just really the question that needs to be answered is is it going to be that much fun online? So we'll, I'll talk about that next week in the review. Uh, also played some more Mod Nation Racers on the PSP, which is still just a great game. I'm trying to get through that story mode. Which sucks because then I'll have to do it again when the game comes out. <laughs> but uh, I haven't really tried the track editor yet. But there, there's been a couple more videos put up about that. I'm just not the creative guy, so I, I don't know how how well I would do. But you know, Mod Nation is still great on PSP, and I'm really looking forward to the full game. I can't wait to get my hands on the PS3 version. Um, played some Final Fight. I really, really like that. Uh, I think it's just stupendous. Uh, played a little bit more 3D Dot Heroes before I sent it to Joel. I did get a chance, and we'll talk about it a little bit, uh, get to play a full game of that FIFA 2010 South Africa game uh, that, that Josh has uh, before I sent it off to him. Because luckily, Josh actually likes soccer, and I, I I don't like reviewing a game if I don't like... <laughs> well, but, but I'm trying to be fair, and, and it's it's nice that we've got somebody that we know that likes that that type of game, uh, the only one around. Everybody was like, so, what? No, no, <laughs> well, what? No. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, I used to play a lot of soccer games on, like, the SNES. Um, the Tony Miola's was was great. But at the same time, I was just playing it. I was playing it with my friends, and we don't know all the rules and how to play this and how to play that, and I just don't think mm. I'm doing the game justice. But I did get to play a full game through so I could talk about it with you, uh, and we'll definitely talk about that in a little bit. Uh, tons more Battlefield Bad Company 2. I've got all but two uh, two classes closed out. So I'm still working on my assault, and I'm really close on the sniper, which is still hilarious that I'm getting that far with sniper. 
Uh, VGEVO is pretty much the server killer on Battlefield Bad Company 2. Essentially, if you get enough VGEVO guys on, the other side of the game is going to quit after one round probably because we've just rolled over you so much. <laughs> Although we were playing with guys the other night that are actually, there was one guy at level 50, which Joystick just put, posted the article today that to get to level 50, it'll take you roughly 287 hours. <laughs> and there was Holy a dude crap. at level 50 already. Yeah. So that's a little scary because I guess when you get to 25, it really ramps up and takes you a lot longer to uh, to go up to another level. So uh, that that uh, played a little bit. I was playing around with Flower. I don't know why. I was just messing around with that game the other day because it's still getting awards right and left. And it, it is. It's such a great game. I was going to play Mag, but I ended up going out for a birthday party Friday night. So sorry, guys, because I tweeted it. I'm like, I'm going to play Mag tonight. And I never made it because I got drunk. Um, so, uh, I think that's about it. A lot of, a lot more battlefield as usual. I'm going to start hammering on super street fighter four here, uh, so that, uh, I can hopefully hold my own a little bit when everybody gets it next week and we'll see how things go. I did play one round of it though. So I guess that counts for what I've been playing. Um, pretty neat. Did the install. Uh, definitely wanted to do the install cause I loaded it up. I'm like, wow, it's the same as street fighter four. So definitely do the install if you have a PS3 version. It's going to help a lot online. Uh, yeah, Hakan seems cool, but man, his moves are crazy. They're very Zangief-like. Um, a lot of circular motions. So we'll see how things go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Counterclockwise swirl. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Did you read the instructions? Yeah, yeah, I went through them. So... And like I said, this instruction booklet is humongous. My God. It's, uh, here, let me pop it out here. Yeah. Excuse me while I whip this out. It's 50 pages. <laughs> well, let's see, for real content. 47 pages for the instruction book. Uh, but yeah, Hakan is, uh, to do the oil showers front. It's basically, uh, front, down, and then front again with a kick. Yeah, but a lot of circular, like, 360 motions. So. He's going to be tough. I, I kind of wanted to pick him up, but now seeing these moves, I'm a little scared. <laughs> He's a grappler. All the grapplers well, are like that. And that's the problem. I, I guess I didn't realize that, but I, I kind of wanted to get good with him. But uh, Dudley looks really easy. Jeez. Yeah. And this Adon guy. It is cool when you watch the uh, the intro, too, because they kind of do a throwback to Street Fighter Three in the intro. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I barely touched the. I've barely touched this game so far. I mean... I got everything set up for recording, and I threw it in real quick and played one round. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. I, I've, I'm going to be boot camping my Big Mac to put Windows Seven on it this next week, so I can play some Battlefield Bad Company Two on the PC. So, bye bye consoles, because once that happens, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> PC Nation confirmed. Yo. <laughs> So, all right, well, I need a drink. I really need a drink because I keep hearing you guys drinking, and I haven't had one yet. So uh, let's take a break. When we come back, holy shit, a hands-on with 2010 FIFA World Cup South Africa, review of Blaze Blue Portable from Mark, review of 3D Dot Game Heroes, and review of Lunar Silver Star Harmony for the PSP, and a couple emails and a voicemail.
we are back. Mark is still awake, surprisingly. I, I would have lost a bet, to be honest. Uh, no shit. After I, all I, that I, crap you were talking. Yeah. I think I actually invented a new drink, and it's not bad. So um, Mountain Dew has this distortion out with lime juice in it, and it's actually good, like my favorite Mountain Dew so far. And I mixed it with Sailor Jerry. Uh, it's not bad. And by the way, thanks to Fluffy Nuts for the jug O Sailor Jerry. Love you, man. But uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is not bad. So while I'm drinking this, uh, Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, 2010 FIFA World Cup South Africa for the PS3? Yeah, 2010 FIFA World Cup South Africa. It is, in a word, uh, surprising. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a football game, uh, uh, soccer to you Yanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, says the guy that lives in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's obviously soccer, football, and the rest of the world. It's really, really deep way more in depth than i expected it to be because i had 2006 uh world cup on the psp now granted that was a psp game so it probably didn't go as in depth as maybe the ps2 version i don't think that ever came no that never came out on the ps3 that was too early for that yeah plus that's one of the only um, 10 games that came out for the psp yeah that's found it yeah (laughs) But uh, yeah, the depth in this game, uh, it's really remarkable. Um, This is not just a repackaging of FIFA 2010 with a World Cup skin on it. There is so much to do in this game, and that's that's why this is just sort of a hands-on. I I haven't really gotten too in-depth with it. Yeah. Uh, I did get to play through a couple matches. Uh, Unlike you, Glenn... I actually won my matches. Oh, God damn it! Well, I might as well just tell everybody now because I'm going to get so much hate mail. This proves how bad I suck at, at, at soccer games. And I was trying. I was, re- I was really trying. And um, I, I was also very surprised at, at the depth of this game because there's like 199 different teams or something in it. I mean, it's Yes. Huge. Yeah, it's every, every team. Yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't realize what I was getting into when I popped it in. I thought it was just a regular FIFA game, and I didn't realize it was like the tournament one. And so I took I took England because they were like the best team on you know listed on the game I think they had the highest stats I could find and I ended up playing Armenia well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Armenia kicked my ass two to nothing uh, <laughs> damn it you know and I knew what I had to do I just couldn't pull it off with the timing but uh, yeah I suck and I don't need the hate mail because I I'm admitting that I suck. Uh, and that's why I wanted to get the game to somebody that I, that appreciates this more and understands the game more. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I do appreciate it. It's it's really cool. Um just just a brief overview. One of the things that it does right off the bat got this hospitality thing where it'll import your game preferences. It'll carry over your game preferences to other FIFA titles. So, you make all your choices once for your controller setup and and everything else in the game and then that'll just carry over to every other FIFA title that you right. play that supports this. So that's really sweet. It you know, your favorite team, your player, uh the arena, the difficulty level, the camera settings, your stats, everything all carries over. Um nice. Yeah. The other cool thing is the you know, with 199 teams, like you said, 
the national anthem for every single team is in the game, which is that's pretty impressive that they pulled all that together and stuck that on the disc. Definitely. Um, and speaking of the music, the music, uh, I love the music on this. Yeah, because, it's got that South African vibe and kind of like what yeah. you heard in some of the levels of Little Big Planet. That's yeah, what it's I world it. music. You know, it's not yeah. like with a lot of EA sports games and even MLB, the show, and all these sports games. Their soundtracks tend to be very rock heavy, very alt rock and and hip-hop hard and rock and hip hop. Yeah, Madden especially is all hip hop and everything. And I'm sick of that. You know, it all just sounds the same, and it all just becomes noise. But this is such different music. It's all world music, and it's from everywhere. So it's yeah. really a nice feature to have going on in the menus and everything. I was loving all that. One of the cool things that's in it that I'll, I'll talk more about when I do an actual review of this is the story of qualifying. Did you see any of that? Did you get in any, any of that? I looked at it. I didn't, I didn't really have the time because I was going to ship you the game, and it was so late when oh. I got it. Uh, I looked at it, though, and I was like, wow, that's crazy it's like yeah it's really awesome Uh, what it does basically if anybody hasn't heard about this it puts you into scenarios from the qualifying rounds uh all grouped by region uh so all the qualifying rounds leading up to the 2010 world cup if something crazy happened like in the you you play a game iraq is up two to one on china and china has to win to or they're going to be eliminated, and you're in the 66th minute of the game. And it drops you right in, and you basically have to tie the game and win the game. Um, and you get points for completing all these scenarios. And it does it, you know, all the crazy things that happened all throughout the qualifying rounds puts you into all those scenarios, and you can play through them. Now, if you play through them and you unlock all these, it'll unlock scenarios from the 2006 World Cup. And... The really cool thing, the thing that's exciting is while the 2010 World Cup goes on, which as we're recording, we're, I believe, 50 days away from the start of the World Cup. Sure. What'll happen is as the games play out in, in the South Africa, any stuff that goes on there will get updated and uploaded into this story of the finals. And then you can play all those amazing moments where, you know, Italy goes down two to one and they have to win this game or they're knocked out of the tournament. So that's just remarkable. I mean, talk about, you know, just a really cool addition to the game. That just boggles my mind. You know, that's that's sort of a a real time thing as the tournament goes on, all the cool stuff that happens, they're going to stick it right into the game as... I'm assuming this is going to be part free downloadable content because the whole thing is sponsored by Coke Zero. Yeah, and you find that out <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool. It has a very deep online mode, it looks like, uh, where you can play World Cup. When you go into online, I don't know if you tried that at all. I did um, not. Okay. When you go into online, you have to pick a team or a country, actually. And what it does is it basically does a battle of the nations. So you pick a country that you want to support. And Oh, is this like NCAA? Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. it is. It's very similar to that. So you pick your country, and you can't change the country after you've chosen. Um, 
Now, every game that you play, you can play as any team you want, but every game that you play, you win points for your country. And July 12th, they're going to declare a winner um, at eafootballworld.com. But, you know, after that, the battle will still continue, and you're still always building and trying to keep your nation ranked up at the top, whatever nation you're supporting. So, I picked Wales. (laughs) Wow. Because I sort of have an ancestral connection there with Wales, and I, I had a really hard time choosing. But yeah, I decided to go with them just because they have a fucking dragon on their flag, and how cool is that? You know? <laughs> I don't know how good they are, but I would probably have to take Scotland. <laughs> they're actually decent. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. Cool. So yeah, it's you know just I I don't want to go too too in depth with it because I've only played a couple matches. Um, but really, it is a deep, deep, deep game. Much more in-depth than I ever expected it to be. I really didn't expect much of it. I expected a FIFA 10 engine with a World Cup skin on it, and here's the teams that are in the tournament, and go play the tournament, have fun. Yeah. But there's uh, so much more to it. And not, I mean, not just that. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And, and the stadiums... Apparently, are all the real stadiums? It's like ten different stadiums in South Africa for this whole event. Yeah, and I, I was looking through. I'm like, oh, that one looks crazy. And it was like this big bar that went around or through the middle, and everything was held up with it. And it, they really, the one thing that that stood out to me the most was that they really seemed to grab the atmosphere of the, uh, of the entire experience. Where you know, you always have the game where you can hear the crowd kind of going off, but it just seemed a lot more personalized in this one. Where you know they were showing the 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 the, uh, the fans out in the, in the crowd like close up, and you saw the face painters and everything else. But uh, just the chance that they had in the game were all they seemed to be a little bit more tailored to the teams that were playing, and yeah. that kind of grabbed me right away. I, it, especially if you have a surround sound system, it really just grabbed me right away at how good they did with the the whole environment. Yeah, and the commentary is really solid. And actually, they have more than just those stadiums because one of the first scenarios I played was, geez, where was it from? I don't remember where it was, but it was played in Germany. And it was played in one of the German stadiums. And as you're loading it up, they made a comment about this was the original 1936 Olympic Stadium from Germany, and this entire thing was built around it, and it has this weird, you know, so there's all this history that goes on there, too, and it gives you a little information as you're you're loading up, you know, each of the matches and things like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with it uh, so far. Very impressed. I really didn't expect much from it, but... There's there's a lot going on there, more than I can really touch on in in just sort of a hands-on. I and mean, there's, you know, you can captain your country where you basically you can either jump right into you be the captain of the team, or you can work your way up to captain of the team. Uh, you can jump right into the finals. You can go through all the qualifying rounds. You can you know basically do however you want. And sort of make your way almost in a career mode hmm. uh, to try to get to the World Cup and try to win the World Cup. So, and that's just one of the other modes. There's, uh, there's so much going on in this game. Nice. Very, very impressive. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. we'll get a review from you in a couple of weeks and yeah. we can find out how good it really is. Yeah, I need to play a little bit more of it and, and get an idea of really of more in depth of what's going on there. But, Impressive so far. Very impressive so far. If you're into 
football or, you know, once again, as you Yanks like to call it, <laughs> soccer. You Yanks. How about you us, Silly Yanks. Yanks. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's worth a look. Absolutely. Uh, if, you're, if you're into this and, I mean, you know, even if you're not a big sports fan, the World Cup is such a great spectacle. It's so much fun. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just so excited. I love the World Cup. Sure. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I like soccer a lot. I enjoy soccer. I'm not the huge soccer fan. I don't buy FIFA every single year. Um, but I've bought a lot of soccer games in the past. And, you know, this is, this is something that's really exciting. The World Cup is a big thing. And this is a really good game for it. So far from what I've played, it's a great representation. And it's got a ton of replay value. So you'll never be as big of a soccer fan as Joel is. <laughs> never. It's impossible. So he's been so quiet. He's been watching uh, highlights right now while you're talking. What? I've just been wondering if my Polish ancestral team is kicking the right direction this year. Something we try to <laughs> shoot for. Well, Mark so right we now, s- I know Mark is biting his tongue because he is Mr. Soccer over there. And he just... Mm-hmm. It's just bothering him that I got the game and he didn't. It is. No, if it was indoor soccer, I'd be all about it because I've actually seen the Milwaukee Wave a few times. <laughs> well, the Wave are fun to go watch, though, because they're actually a really good team, too. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I played soccer for a year. For a year. <laughs> <laughs> didn't understand what the hell I was doing, but eh, whatever. Kick the ball that way. All right. Whatever. Uh, nice. All right. Well, uh, thanks very much for that, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get uh, a good review out of it soon. Yeah. Mr. Mark. Now, I already reviewed what? this, but I want to see what you think of it. You did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right, <laughs> though, because you play more fighting games than I do, so I want to see what you, uh, what you feel about this one. Blaze Blue, for the, Blaze Blue Portable for the PSP. Whatever. You win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now, this is a fighting game like that Street Fighter game you got. I I don't know if you know that. I um hmm. You'll have to tell me about it later. I don't know. He was talking about the costumes and stuff. It seemed like a fashion game to him. (laughs) Is 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 Taki in this? (laughs) How about martial law? Martial law is (laughs) Uh Blaze Blue Portable is I mean, it is the portable version of Blaze Blue. There's not a hell of a lot different. No. It's just about the same. It's got some extra stuff in it. Um, my big gripe with uh, PSP versions of these fighting games is the controls, and I think, and that's a fair argument. I'm not going to knock the game for it because you know, if you're buying a fighting game on PSP, you know you're going to have to deal with playing it on the PSP. You're not going to be playing it on a fighting stick. Uh. I think I honestly like this one a little better than some of the others like uh, Alpha 3 and Darkstalkers just because you pretty much can stick to the face buttons and not have to use the shoulders because that's what kills me on Alpha 3 and Darkstalkers now. Like, I can't use the shoulder buttons on the PSP for it. I'm too used to using a fighting stick for these games now, and it's such a pain in the ass to try to use the shoulder buttons to play these games. You're a pain in the so, ass! Well, the thing is, with Blazeblue, you've got you basically got your ABC attacks and then the D attack, which is unique to every character. 
ABC can be chained together really easily, and then D is unique. So, like, the cat girl has, like, a dash attack with it. Uh, the one dude's got, like, his ice attack. The The other main character's got his, like, weird vampire sword attacks. It, I mean, it works. And it, I think it actually works better on PSP than some other fighting games do. I think the game is really good on PSP. It was, you know, obviously we hyped it up on PS3 and then weren't as pleased with the final product just because we didn't like it. We weren't as comfortable with how it played as with other fighting games. And yeah, gripe all you want that, oh, it doesn't play like Street Fighter, so you don't like it. Fine, whatever. You know, I, I like how Street Fighter 4 plays. I didn't like as much how Blaze Blue plays. I understand it's different. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still kind of waffling on that. I don't think it's bad. I, I think it's a I mean, it's a phenomenal fighting game, a phenomenal package. It just may not necessarily be for me. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, on PSP, it plays pretty damn good. Honestly, I think I'm like I said, I'm more comfortable with this on a pad than I am with other fighting games. Um, the problem is that the translation from the the home systems is this. It suffered a little bit. The graphics aren't nearly as clear. The sound isn't as clear. It it does look kind of pixelated. It actually gets a little muddy sometimes. You can't even tell a lot of times what's happening. And I think the game suffers a little bit for it. It's not bad by any means. And if you've got people to play this with, I don't think it's bad. I would definitely pick the home versions over it. But if you want a portable version of Blaze Blue, this is great. I mean, they've packed everything that's in the home version plus extras. You've got more unlimited versions of the characters. You've got all the extras from the the home version other than the stuff that came with the limited edition. Uh, Everything's in a shop in this one, so you unlock everything by playing. You get points pretty much for everything you do. So you can go unlock the unlimited versions. You can unlock the the booby lady and Taukaka little skits with the SD characters. Um, and it's got this whole new Legion mode, which is almost like a board game where you basically like pick a character, you fight other characters, and then you can like pick one of them to join your team. And you basically take over all the points on the map. And once you do that, you know, you, you beat the map or whatever. It's actually kind of cool. It's a nice version to have in single player. But like most fighting games, this isn't a single player game. I mean, you need to play other people with it. There's no, uh, I mean, you can play ad hoc uh, multiplayer. I didn't get a chance to play it over ad hoc party, so I don't know how well that works. I actually tried and nobody was online then. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things where you have to get on a forum and like coordinate with people. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you've got other people to play with this, especially, you know, other people who like want a portable version of Blaze Blue, fantastic. You know, then I think it'll be awesome. If you've got nobody to play it with, I I have a hard time recommending a fighting game to play single-player mode. I mean, there's very few that have made it worthwhile to play single-player. I think, like, the Legion mode and all the unlockables in this are a step in the right direction for that. Otherwise, it's still Blaze Blue. I mean, I I liked the original. I think it, it could have used more characters. The number that are in it are good. But I think I could have used a few more, but that's just me. Not everybody agrees with that. Um, but I mean, it's it's a very faithful translation of the original. So honestly, I'd give it a B. 
I think. Mm. I mean, it, it, it makes a, the shift over to PSP pretty good, but it's you'll get out of it what you want to get out of it, I guess, if that makes sure. any sense. So if you don't have anybody to play with it, I wouldn't buy this for single player by any means, but if you have other people to play it with on the go, maybe to supplement your home console version of, P- of Blaze Blue, or if you only have a PSP and want to see what all the hype is about, definitely pick it up. Um, I think it's good. I just, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of fighting games on PSP, and really, I think this is one of the better ones to pick, just because it's easier to play on here than some of the others. So, I think have I played, repeated myself constantly. Have you played Tekken 6 on the PSP? I haven't, only because I don't really like Tekken. It's okay. really good. Yeah, I got it from Amazon real cheap at some point. That's I was wondering how it compares to that. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're very I, different games, though. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I can talk Soul Calibur, because I played Broken Destiny on PSP. I would pick Blaze Blue over it, only because... I mean, I like uh, Broken Destiny a lot, and I, I especially like the character generation. But man, is that is completely lacking in any sort of single player mode. And Blaze Blue kicks his ass at, in that in that uh, respect because it's got like arcade, it's got story mode, it's got the Legion mode. You can do a hell of a lot more. Sure. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. See, you see it in a totally different light. So I'm glad that you did that. You're All right. Welcome. Well, the game that I've been uh, extremely excited for since the first time I ever saw a screenshot from Japan, uh, Atlas brings us 3D Dot Game Heroes for the PS3. It's a PS3 exclusive, full Blu-ray release, which is kind of funny. I, I have to make that stipulation because I don't know how many people have tweeted and left comments saying, oh, I thought that was going to be a PSN game. I don't get that. I, I really don't. Um, it's roughly a 25-hour game, so I don't know where you got the idea that it was a small PSN title. Um, essentially this is a, an old, it's an homage to an old 2D 16 better 8-bit adventure game. Like, and I'll just say it this time, the Zelda series, uh, obviously it takes a lot from that. Newtopia, those kind of games. Uh, I've always said that, that Legend of Zelda Link to the Past on the SNES is my absolute favorite Zelda game of all time. And... This game brings a smile to my face every time I play it or even think about it because it mimics, and not just mimics, but just kind of grabs that that feeling that you get from A Link to the Past, brings it to a next-generation console, gives it all these great visual effects and all this great audio, but does it in a way where it doesn't look like you're playing a Final Fantasy thirteen. It looks like you're playing an older game in, in pixels, but at the same time, it's full 3D with all the cool effects, you know, the HDR lighting and, on, and the real-time shadowing and all that other stuff. And it, it's so great because it's so unique as well. Um, you know, we had some some haters on YouTube like, oh, this is just a ripoff of Zelda. Okay, yeah, awesome. Because it actually does a couple things better than the old Zelda games did. Yes, I said it. I don't think the story is as tight as a Zelda game, but at the same time, I'm all right with that because it's all about the gameplay with me. And also, the story in 3D Dot Game Heroes is, it's got a lot more comedy in it, and it's a little bit lighter, and it's a little bit easier to follow. Um, I think the writing is superb in the North American uh, release. And it's also great because they've included a lot of things that they brought out later in the game's life in Japan right on the disc in the U.S. version. So... 
basically, if you've never played a Zelda game before, this is an action RPG to a certain extent. Uh, you're running around with a sword. It's all real time. You don't have like separate screens when you get into a battle. It's all you swiping your sword at enemies, uh, you know, and and using different items to to get different things, different items. Um, and there's boss battles in these dungeons, and it, the map is humongous. And pretty much, you can roam almost everywhere right from the bat. Of course, you can't get to certain areas until you get certain items, like the grappling hook or the boomerang or anything else. So they, they kind of keep you at bay a little bit. I don't want to get too much into the story because I, I don't want to ruin it, but suffice to say, if you've played a Zelda game before, it's pretty much that kind of a thing. You're not saving a princess, thank God. But, uh, you know, it, it's cool because they, they use this 3D block art so these blocks are actually pixels. So instead of having 2D pixels, you have these 3D blocks that make everything up, which is pretty cool because they have a full creator, uh, character creator in the game. Uh, they also have 50 different preset characters uh, within there as well that you can choose from. Uh, so, you know, the non-creative people like me, I can just use a guy that's already there. So, I mean, I think everybody pretty much knows what the gameplay is all about. And also, I put the video preview up. It's 10 minutes long. shows you a lot of the gameplay. Uh, the audio is so great. And if you've ever played a Zelda game, you're going to get a big smile on your face when you hear the music especially. They get so close to the Zelda music that I can't believe they didn't get in trouble. Um, and in a good way. It's, it, again, it has that feel of playing one of these great Zelda games, but it's its own game. You know, It's got its own story. It's got its own gameplay elements. I love the fact that you don't have to charge up to do a spin move now. You can actually just swipe your sword and move the joystick to move the the sword around and get multiple enemies. I love the fact that I don't have to charge that up anymore. Um, but you got all your standard fare, boomerang, grappling hook, uh, candles to light your way in some of the dark dungeons. Um, you know, <clears throat> uh, you get the mirror to look at, at, at certain puzzles. Uh, the, the difficulty ramps up nicely. I got through the fourth dungeon of the game. Uh, I didn't finish it because I want to get the retail one and play through it. Um, but there's Easter eggs everywhere in this game. There's so much to find. It, it really pushes you to explore if you want to, but you don't have to. You can play through the game you know, from beginning to end and just go without even looking for all the other stuff out there. Uh, but Joel, have you gotten a chance to play much of it yet? I've played about an hour and a half of it, and I think which, one of the things that jumped out at me right away was the music, and he mentioned the music earlier. Yeah. It it is like in the in the old style vein of Zelda, and it's very reminiscent of Zelda. And like you, I think some of the tunes, I mean, they're almost identical in some yeah. in some areas. But it's it seemed to me like it's done by a symphony. It's so really it, weird. Really, yeah. really well done. Really well done. It has an eight bit sound, but it's in the modern day era of recording and of musicianship and of, of instrumentation. So music is really impressive because to me it sounded symphonic. Yeah, definitely. And and that's one of the other things that really brought a smile to my face is is the fact that they still have this retro feel throughout a next-gen game. And and the music is another thing where it's got this chiptune kind of aura about it, but at the same time it's very instrumental and, and it's very next-gen as well. You know, it... it what I from what I hear, it's about twenty five hours to get through the game. It can take longer. There's definitely replayability here, uh, a replay value. Uh, again, like a Zelda game, you want to go after in, in the Zelda games, your heart containers here. It's like these apple containers or apple shards. Uh, so you definitely have a. If you're a completionist, this is a game for you. Uh, but you know, it's it's really tough to describe. And, and I wrote a review for it, and it was really tough to write the review as well because you you want to make all these comparisons to Zelda, but at, at the same time. The more and more you play this, the more and more you realize it's it's its own game. 
Um, you know, the qu- king will ask you if you want to do this quest. Say no and see what happens. You know, there's certain things you can literally just skip and go back to them later and somebody will even say something. Or a cave that you go to early on will change throughout the game. So it's a lot of stuff like that that it, I, it's just got such charm to it. And, you know, the gameplay is really, really solid. Uh, the dungeon well, or the dungeon setup is, is extremely well done. Uh, the map overall itself is, is extremely well done. I really don't have a complaint for this game, which is pretty funny. I was actually sitting here for a couple of days thinking, what would I want to see better about this game? And, and I really couldn't find anything because I'm very happy with what they brought. Um, so quick and easy, the review is it's an A, and it's so awesome. It's forty bucks. Amazon has it for thirty-five with free free saver shipping. So it might take two weeks to get to you. You can get it for thirty-five dollars. This has more content than a lot of sixty-dollar games out there. So highly recommended if you want to go to Action RPG. It's well worth the money. This game is not hype. It's the real deal. It's so much fun to play. And, you know, it's even got the mini-games, you know, the breakout mini-game and, and the tower defense, and there's this little racing game in it. Uh, they, they break up the monotony so well, you know, and, and 20 different weapons you can get. You can actually take them to the blacksmith and change them around. It, it's so much variety. So highly, highly, highly recommended. Go get this game if you like these kind of games. And if you're looking for a starter RPG, even though officially it's not an RPG, um, but if you're looking for a starter to get you into something like this, this is the perfect game. Because you're not spending 60 bucks on it, and it's a lot of gameplay, and it's a blast. So, go get it. That's all I have to yeah, say. For, for what it does, it is by far the pinnacle. It's Definitely. the best available. I mean, it is... It, and the, the way I would describe this game, and I have a hard time describing it as well, but because I have the frame of reference to the Zelda games, and because I played those back in the day, this game was almost like a... a recollection of of old days gone by it was just a it was a ride down memory lane even though it's not the same game it feels mm-hmm. fresh it reminds me of the old school gameplay mechanics that i love so much while offering them in a fresh perspective so it's almost like i'm playing a new zelda game almost like i'm still playing on my snes it just brought a smile to my face the whole time it was constant good memories i guess yeah. that's how i would well, describe it that's exactly it because even if it is aping zelda even the current Zeldas don't make Zelda games like this anymore. No, They've and that's gone the great to the thing 3D stuff. Yeah, even the DS ones, they don't play like this anymore. So it's cool, because these are the Zelda games I love. Like The 3D Zeldas just haven't really done it for me, nope. but I, I love this style. And that, I mean, I've been saying for years the same, the same thing you were just saying, Mark, and that is, you know, ever since... They went to 3D. I've never really enjoyed a Zelda game since. Sorry if you don't like what I'm saying, but that's the truth. And I've been saying the same thing about the Star Fox series forever. Why have we never gotten a true sequel with the simple gameplay of the first Star Fox and the SNES? You know, they, they always got to try to take it into the, all these weird-ass directions. You know, oh, let's put an arena in. Let's, let's make you get out of the ship and run around. No, I just want to shoot shit. So, it, it's great. I, I'm so freaking happy that they brought this out, and I'm so happy that Atlas brought to this, this to America. I never thought I'd see the game in the U.S. So, um, yeah, insanely, insanely happy. And thank you so much, Atlas, for sending it so soon so that we could get some good time with it. Yes, indeed. Josh, any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I was never a Nintendo guy, so I don't have those nin- those Zelda strings pulling at my heart going, sure. oh. <laughs> But um, 
from what I've seen of the game so far, I'm definitely going to buy it just because it's a very unique looking title, and that's the type of game I love. Yeah. I love the wacky, weird, different. I, I just love things that are different, and I love the look of this game, and I am very excited for for what I've seen. I mean, I I got to see it being played, and it looks very cool. It looks very cool. All right. Mark, the long-awaited review Hi. of Lunar for the PSP. Woo! Hey, speaking of retro, <laughs> uh, Lunar for the PSP, this is what like the third remake of the Lunar games for Sega CD. I thought it was like the eighth. Yeah, something like that. Um, for those who don't know, Lunar was an RPG for the Sega CD way back when that was new. Um, it was remade for the PS1 and Saturn, but only the PS1 version made it to the US. So here we are with another remake of it by the original guys. Overall, it's it's pretty good. It's straight up retro RPG. Don't expect anything like new and modern from it. Uh, in fact, it uses um, the anime video assets from the PS1 version, which isn't a bad thing because they were really, really well done, like full motion anime video. Uh, they've retranslated the entire thing. Uh, it, for those who know, like Working Designs did the original Sega CD and the PS1 remake translations. Right. And they were known for kind of like inserting their pop culture references and humor into it. This one doesn't really do that. It's got some a little bit of humor in it, but it kind of plays it pretty straight. Um, it's not bad by any means. I wouldn't even say it's bland. It's it. I think it's it's pretty faithful to the originals, but doesn't really stray into the pop culture territory, which I'm okay with. Like the working designs ones, I didn't really mind, but it you know as the years go on, the pop culture stuff gets dated, and you're kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, and as I've mentioned before, I kind of have a, a weird history with Lunar. Like, I think it's good, but I wasn't, you know, I never, I didn't th- consider it a classic, I guess. I thought, it, it, you know, it was decent, but not super great. I think the new one kind of stays in line with that. Like, I, I really enjoyed it, but there's nothing that in there that, like, sets it apart from much else. I think if you're looking for a classic old school JRPG, it's worth checking out. Uh, it does a couple new things. Like they redid the graphics for one. So all of the, ma- like the in-game location maps and the battle graphics are redone. The sprite work in the battles is just freaking good. Like the animation, the sp- then everything is awesome. Um, I, I don't know the, the rest. I mean, it works. It really does. I, I I think I actually prefer the new one to kind of the like super deformed, squashed look of the original. I think it works a little better in this one. Um, my biggest gripe though is that random battles. You can see your your enemies on the maps, but God, you spend so much time in battle. You can skip some of them, but ugh, way mm. too much time. To get around that, they added this like auto battle system where you basically hit a button and the computer does it for you. And at first I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. So I don't really have to worry about all these random battles and I can still, you know, fight these enemies and level up with no problem until I realize I'm like sitting there watching TV and just like slamming the auto battle button and not even actually playing the game. Oh, jeez. No. Yeah. 
I think uh, they didn't really think that one through very well. I think they would have been much better off maybe like cutting out half the enemies that you fight and maybe just, I don't know, increasing the amount of experience you get. <laughs> it's not bad, but it, it, I mean, it's there. You can't really deny it. Sure. Uh, but I mean, the story is basically like it was in the old one. The one thing they did in this is that the whole gist of the story is you're like the young, you know, the teenagers who like gang up to save the world and you're all emulating the, the, the heroes from legend. But this one actually gives you like, I don't know, I guess it actually lets you play as the heroes because it opens letting you like with these heroes that they're emulating through the entire game. And you actually get to experience what they did. And I, I actually like it. I've heard mixed things about it. Like some people are like, well, it kind of ruins the mystery of the game, but I don't know. I mean, the story was decent in the, the previous versions, but not super great. So I don't mind that they expanded upon the history of it a little bit. Like you actually get to play as Dragon Master Dine and his, his party that saved the world originally. <laughs> I, th- I think it works. I really do. I, I think like it's a nice addition. Who? What did you say the guy's name was? Dragon Master Dine. Yeah, think about it for a second. Cracker Jack Dane? No. Wasn't there a Dragon Meister Dan or whatever? From VG yes. Forget it. Oh, shit, I forgot about wow. that guy. Edit. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> and the edit. And I'm drunk. <laughs> the reason for the yeah. Edit. Um, the voice acting in this is not terrible but i probably like put it average only because the dialogue writing is not great it could be better it, it it's yeah it works but there's a lot of cringeworthy moments in it um i mean like i said the actual like retranslation that xe did is fine there's nothing wrong with it it doesn't get into like the absurd humor that some of the the working design stuff did. So, I don't know. If you're in the mood for a, a classic JRPG, I do recommend it. Um, I think it's probably worth experiencing Lunar. I think this is probably one of the. I don't know. I, I would say the PS1 version is probably still the best version, but this one's close. I think it does some really cool stuff. I think overall, I'd probably give it a B plus. Huh. All right. And who sent mm-hmm. that to us? Was that that was Xseed? Xseed. All right. Well, thanks to Xseed for sending that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's get through these. That's why I only sent a couple of emails tonight. Um, since Mark was around last week, we actually had an email that spurned a lot of conversation about uh, what games would we like to see uh, that were on the older systems come to the PS3 or the next generation. So, first two emails yes. are actually about that. Uh, but we've got one voicemail, so I'm going to play this one first because it's our buddy Fluffy Nuts. Yeah. Yeah! Ooh. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Fluffy. How you going? Hey, listen, I want you guys were on about last week about the PS2 games that need a sequel on this one. Bring out Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm waiting for it. I want that to happen. I can't think of anything else, though, but unless you count Tony Hawk Underground 3, but they have other Tony Hawks. Either way, I've got to go. Going back to work. Bye. Could you understand a word that he said? <laughs> I understood everything except the actual game that he yeah. was saying. You gotta yeah, stop I calling from that. a tin can. <laughs> what the Is hell? Is it Tony Hawk 3? 
He he mentioned something about Tony Hawk, but there are Tony Hawk games on on yeah. the system. What was it? Yeah, he said know. that. He said he he knows they're making them, but I just didn't catch that first game. I didn't either. So oh, Fluffy, geez. you got to email us or something. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> or calls for the better phone. Well, oh, no. I, I can kind of see it though because then they switch from like the old Tony Hawk style, like the isometric perspective, to like the 3D perspective. Yeah. At one point, I don't know, I can see well, that. They started adding goofy storylines that nobody gives a crap about. And it got really, yeah. got worse and worse and worse from there. Skate or die. <laughs> Sorry, wrong game. I'll just go back to 720. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. classic. I, we used to skip I do have, yeah. I have go to ahead. thank Fluffy Nuts because uh, he sent us a little care package from Australia for showing him around while he was here full of candy. And he sent me the limited edition of the Sonic Classic Collection for the DS. It was like an Australian-only thing. Uh, yeah, nice. it was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Like tin um, case, postcards, and a little figurine. Did that care Fluffy. package include kangaroos and Vegemite sandwiches? <laughs> no, but it came with a wallaby. <laughs> a nice. Wallaby? <laughs> Brother. Uh, what the hell is I going to say now? Uh, oh, yeah, well, 720 brings back memories because when I was in high school in uh, in Kansas City, uh, there was a Seven Eleven down the street from school, and we used to kind of skip out of classes every now and then. That's what we do. We go down to the Seven Eleven and just sit down there and play Seven Twenty for like an hour and a half, two hours. We we would just beat the <laughs> living shit out of that machine too, because the joystick was actually on a pivot and would spin around. So the the joystick was at a forty five degree angle, and you would just spin it around. So it wasn't like a normal joystick. And, you know, you would jump off all these little jumps all over the skate park or wherever you were, and you would try to pull off all these moves by, by spinning the joystick around and making sure that you land it. So, oh yeah, hours of fun in that game. That was a tough game. Hell yes. Yeah, very tough. Serious quarter eater. Yeah, we used to play it a lot. Uh, all right, number one. Uh, Joel, you want to take it? Sure. All right. Hi Glenn, and, hi, Glenn and Mark. And, and Josh and Joel. Joel and Josh. That's right. Which we had just added. <laughs> my name is Danny Ortega, and I'm a big fan of your show. And in my opinion, the best podcast that talks about gaming. Aww. Aww. He's got low standards. Well, Mark hasn't been around for the last couple <laughs> weeks. So I could see it. That's true. <laughs> the oh, reason yeah, I'm emailing yeah, you guys is... Uh, because your last episode was talking about the sequels and uh, or would like to see in future platforms, and it got me thinking of, about a few of my favorite old school games. Number one, a direct sequel of Siphon Filters PSP Logan Shadow for the uh, PS3. Is this Omni Law? Oh, I guess not. No. I gotta yeah, hear that. About, this, I gotta hear about that every day from Omni Law. We're Siphon Filter. We're Siphon Filter. I'm sure it's just a matter of time. Yeah. True. And he says the series was the shit, or was shit, excuse me, after Siphon Filter 3 and the Omega Strain, but the two PSP games brought me back to the PS1 days when I was just a boy and didn't care about trophies, graphics, or multiplayer. Oh. <laughs> Number two, Onamusha. Yeah. He says it would be a great series to bring back, but sadly, I would think it wouldn't as well as it did in the PS2 Xbox era, because there are so many games these days with zombies and demons that the genre feels a bit too cliche. You think? The last, Unamu- the last Unamusha was, or left the series open for a sequel. Uh, number three, Sly Cooper. Great franchise, Sucker Punch created on the PS2, and when you play Infamous, you can see the similarities are noticeable in the way they tell their story and character development. 
And then one we mentioned as well, SSX series, Hell number yeah. four. Oh, if anybody yeah. remembers SSX Tricky, which we remembered last week, and SSX out, out of Bounce, then they also remember Tony Hawk and its good years. SSX series was a great game that had an arcade feel to it. EA stopped making EA big games that were fun and noob-friendly and started focusing on in-depth control schemes and realism. I know I'm rambling a bit on the topic, but it's brought back some great memories and even made me pull out a stash of old games. Nice. Thank you in advance. Keep up the great work, Danny. Awesome. Uh, and let's go, into the, let's go to the next one, too, because uh, that covers them. We'll just talk about all of them then. Um, Josh, want to read that one? Number two. All right. Uh, this one's from Joe Magaletta. And it says, hey, PS Nation, I just wanted to say there has to be a Jack and Daxter sequel and a beautiful Joe sequel on the PS3. Wow. Those were such great games, and I would love to see them get revamped with HD graphics and a new story. Okay, that's it. Have a great week. <laughs> PS, I may be one of the few people to say this, but I love the Saw game, and I can't wait for Saw 2. <laughs> yes, you are one of the only people that would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I never played that. Uh, did you guys ever even play that at all? Played it no. in E3. Didn't you play yeah. it in E3, Mark? That was the only time I played it. I heard it was okay. You know what? I'll throw that in my Gamefly queue. I, I'm interested to try it. Oh, jeez. I'll try it out. What the? What a? <laughs> what better do I have to do? You know. <laughs> um. So Jack and Daxter. Uh. You know the PSP game is actually pretty good for what it is, and. Uh, I would like to see a full sequel, but I honestly don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon unless, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if they're going to farm it out to a different studio or what, but uh, yeah, I think... Well, that's I'd, Naughty Dog, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they're they a very small studio, and they're most likely working on Uncharted 3, so... Well, spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a while before a Jack and Daxter comes out. Uh, Beautiful, Beautiful Joe? Beautiful Joe, I don't know. Beautiful Joe would be a good PSN title. Uh, we ran into this last last time where it's all, yeah, that'd be a good PSN title. That'd be a good PSN title. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah. Yeah. And then back to Danny, uh, Siphon Filter. Like I said, I you know I, I've heard the same thing from a lot of people that uh, the PSP games really brought it back, and uh, you know the story was really tight on the PSP versions. Because uh, quite frankly, that that first Siphon Filter for the PS One was free. I think it was through Core or something. And quite frankly, it's terrible. It's absolutely atrocious. It's awful. I I could not play the game after about half an hour. I I got so sick of the controls that I just I, I said screw it. I'm never playing it again. Well, yeah, that was back before analog sticks on the PS One. But uh it just it wasn't it wasn't intuitive at all. I mean there's other games out there that didn't have analog either, but they had an intuitive control scheme. This thing was all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't impressed. Uh but you know, I played the demo you can get the demos for the PSP games still, and they are quite good. I mean they're they're really good looking games, the story seems pretty tight. They let you play quite a bit in the demos and, and uh, I ha- highly recommend checking them out. I actually do think we're going to see something at E3 for Siphon Filter. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's one of the only Sony franchises we haven't seen something from yet that's been a popular series. Parappa. (laughs) You and your Parappa. (laughs) I'm surprised Mark didn't chime on that. Oh, Parappa! Oh, my 
God. Fuck Parappa. <laughs> yeah. Punch. It's all in the mind. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Christ. That's what I love about Mark. He always holds back. He always, like, hides his feelings, you Indeed. know? <laughs> he never tells it like he really feels. Mm-hmm. I'm Jammer Lammy's a whore. <laughs> See? <laughs> always sugarcoating everything. <laughs> Just tell us what you think, Mark. Get it out there. Don't hold back. Uh, Onimusha, were any of you guys fans of that series? I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Uh, funny, the only reason I got that is because the guy that's in it, there uh. were two guys in it. And the one guy, I think his name was Takeshi Kaneshiro, something like that. Yeah. He's Japanese, Chinese, he's a mixed race guy. He's He speaks Japanese, Cantonese, Mandarin. He speaks all these languages, and he's a really good-looking guy. And my fiance is in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and she was like, "Oh, you have to get this game." <laughs> oh, jeez. <Nice. laughs> yeah, and and then I was like, "Oh, that's why I see why because of him, you know." And he's actually a really good actor. If he could, if he could really nail English, he would be an international superstar. <laughs> Because he's hmm. a good actor and he's a really good looking guy and hmm. he's been in a lot of really cool Asian movies. But um yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first couple of Onimosha games, you know, just from gameplay standpoint. They were kinda cool, interesting, yeah. uh fun kind of it, games. I'd like to see was, a new take on them. It was kind and of like a resi- an action based Resident Evil knockoff when it started. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. And what's his name? Uh uh the professional Leon was in Leon. It too. Jean. He was in three. Genre. I, played, yeah. I, I yeah. played one and three. Like one was like the total Resident Evil kind of action based game, but three was cool because it started with Paris getting attacked by Japanese zombie oni creatures, which was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, Jean Renault was in it, but those are the only ones I played. They had like the reboot one on PS2 that came after that. That uh, the main character is in Tatsunoko versus Capcom. I forgot what his name is, but whatever. Yeah, I <laughs> I think that was uh, Capcom's like last ditch effort to reboot the series, and it didn't really work. So yeah, I don't know. those uh, I saw it as I never liked Resident Evil, and I saw those games like wow, it looks a lot like Resident Evil. No thanks. <laughs> that that's yeah. pretty much how it was. Uh, Sly Cooper. I mean, they teased it in Infamous. If you went to the theater there, it's said Sly Cooper HD or whatever, or Sly Cooper Four. It said. So who knows? Maybe they're doing it. Maybe we'll see it. Uh, and SSX. We already geeked out last week on that. My God. Oh, oh man. Do another. We SSX. need another like SSX. SSX. Tricky too. Holy oh, crap! Man. That would sell so well. It would rule. We need another SSX. I agree. I agree. All right. Our last email. Uh, this is from Nicholas Monticelli, Lieutenant Junior Grade. And he says, hey, Glenn and Mark, Josh and Joel, too, this week, eh? Uh, first, I'd like to say hey. that your show is... A- he actually put Woo-hoo. Josh and Joel, too. Um, first, I'd like to say <laughs> that your show is... We're big time into- now, man. <laughs> yeah, we're big yeah. time. <laughs> uh, now... I'll, we'll have to get you Pants Nation email accounts so they can start sending the hate mail directly to you. No, I was expecting our paychecks to come in this week, right? <laughs> I've been I've been expecting yeah. that for three years. Right. Either that or Mark, you since you were missed last week, you're gonna owe us some sponge baths. Yeah. 
<laughs> I told him, don't make promises you can't keep, Mark. Hmm. <laughs> Sponge bath. <laughs> All right, I'm getting disgusted. Um, first, I'd like to say that your show has evolved into, in my opinion, the premier podcast for all things PlayStation. Aw. I've been listening since before t- show 20. Oh, you're a glutton. Oh, damn. And the, sh- well, oh, damn. The, sh- and the show has come a long way. Anyway, I'd like to touch on something that I can't remember ever coming up, and if it has, it's been a while. Here's the bottom line. I'm in the Coast Guard, and I drive a buoy tender for a living. We deploy every so often, and usually my PSP supplies my gaming fix until we get back. This summer, however, we will be gone for an extended period of time, and I'm looking to bring the PS3 on board. The issue I'm having is that I want to get some games ahead of time, PSN or otherwise, that have great single-player components and can be played in relatively short bursts of 30 minutes or less, since I won't be able to connect to the Internet while we're out at sea, and I won't have long periods of downtime. I don't have the time or resources to go through and grab a bunch of PSN games to find out which ones will fit the bill, and I can't find reviews on a lot of them probably because a lot of them are crappy, but whatever. I appreciate any advice or assistance. You'll be helping to keep the coast safe. I promise. Thanks, Nick. Uh, first off... Just Cause 2. Just oh, Cause 2. <laughs> yeah, you can spend a lot of time in that one. <laughs> you could spend the whole summer with that. 30 Very minutes true. at a time. You're all good. Don't buy anything else. <laughs> Um, trying to think of PSN wise, um, boy, PSN Critter Crunch. Critter Crunch. That's a great one. Cuboid. Cuboid's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a shorter game, but Flower I think is awesome, and you can play it in short spurts. The Last Guy. The Last Guy is awesome. That game doesn't get nearly enough attention. No, fuck (laughs) you, Mark. (laughs) Fight! 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 Um, Even Final Fight Double Impact. I mean, you can play through the whole game in 30 minutes, but but if he has no shit. online, ah, but you have to have yeah. online on the PS3 version. So, oh, damn. that one. Yeah. Mm. What yeah. about Wipeout well, look HD? Look at you, Mister Technical Geeks. Wipeout <laughs> HD. You can play Wipeout a couple HD's. of uh, quick, quick laps here and there. Well, how about Burnout Paradise? My God, get Burnout yeah, Paradise. Burnout Paradise. With the, with Absolutely. The expansion. My God, is there a lot of gameplay in that game? Yeah. Uh, that's hours, and and again, you can play it in short spurts. You can do a couple of of the uh, missions or a couple of the challenges, and and you know move on. It's very easy to save, uh, very easy to get in in and out of. Um, Even pain or um, pain. You know what? High velocity. You bowling. know what is completely overlooked, which is actually decent single player, is uh, Snake Ball. That's kind of a fun game. Yeah, I never, oh. I couldn't figure that one out. I was playing the demo, and I could never really figure it out. Yeah, it's like a wacky sports type game. Hmm. Yeah, um, I think inf- in- Infamous is very good in short spurts. True. Mm. Do little 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 missions and but not, not a lot of games nowadays have so frequent save save points. You can like kill zone. Oh. You know, first person first person shooters save like every five minutes, so you can play those in short spurts fairly easily. Yeah. Little Big Planet, you could blow through a level or two. Oh my god! Get Little Big Planet and just start downloading all the shit for it. The problem yeah. with Little Big Planet though is. It relies pretty heavily on the online component to get new levels that are being made. You can't pre-download those. Mm, yeah. Oh, all right. So, all right, if you're into sports games, go for, like, if you're into hockey especially, NHL 10, and do the career mode. Because if you do the career mode and you just pick, you know, whatever player, you know, whatever um, position you want to play, you can blow through games real quick. Sure. Way less than a half hour. 
And God darn it. yeah, I know I'm forgetting something here. I know I'm forgetting something. Sonic uh, Ultimate Genesis Collection. That's a great collection. Um, yeah. I think 3D Dot Game Heroes. It's 25 hours, but uh, very easy to save in that as well. Uh, you can pretty much save whenever you want. Um, oh, PS. How about PS One Classics? Because you can download those and play them. Yeah, get uh, like uh, well, but you gotta Crash watch Bandicoot. save point stuff on that one though. Well, Crash Bandicoot, the levels are pretty quick. True. Twisted Metal, Twisted or Twisted Metal Two is on there, and that yeah. those those you can blow through levels pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of games. Holy shit! Mm. Uh, if nothing else, I mean, if we haven't given you enough, and you see something out there, you have a question about, just email us, Nicholas, and we'll help you out. Uh, I, I personally want to say. Uh, thanks so much. I, I think the Coast Guard gets overlooked a lot, and and thanks so much for what you're doing. My dad and my uncle were both in the Coast Guard, and uh, so I, I I take that very seriously. And and thank you very much for what you're doing. You're, you're he is he he's one of the team that that is really uh, they're defending our coasts more than anybody else, and uh, that's huge. So thank you very much. So all right, I won't bring it down anymore. But I think we gave him a good list. I think he can work with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even get MLB Hopefully. the show and, and do Road to the Show. My God, you can get through. If you're oh, doing yeah. Road to the Show, you can get through a game in 5 to 10, 15 minutes, and you save yeah. after every game. I mean, it's it's so easy to sit and sit down to short spurts and play that. Don't so. or a catcher. <laughs> yeah, my God. <laughs> be any play other like position. Yeah, and you can you can blow through a game real quick. Yeah, play Definitely. like right field, left field, and you're good to go. Yeah. So, all right. Well, boys, we have gone actually not as long as I thought we would. (laughs) Thank God Mark was drunk. So next week, Mark, you want to have these guys back next week? Hey. I don't know. (laughs) The problem is I have a feeling you're going to show up all loaded. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, well, uh, we'll be back next week for Mark's intervention. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully I'll have some, some pretty good impressions of Super Street Fighter 4. Uh, we'll find out what the hell we're going to talk about. Just What's give that? me a call if you need to know how to play. So I, I charge back, and then how do I throw the flowers? Uh, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a contest I forgot to tell you guys oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from our friend uh, Keith Justice the Danger Boy over <gasps> at uh, HenshinJusticeUnlimited.com. Mr. And 360. Yeah, Mr. 360. Sorry. I've been <laughs> moonlighting in my absence. There's a um, <laughs> This is from uh, Henshin Justice Unlimited and Hobby Link Japan. Oh. Uh, they provided us with three toys to give away. They're actually Transformer toys. <gasps> oh, man. They, I, I, I yeah. want them. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Quick, edit this no, out. No, pretty cool. we don't have any toys. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, mine! <laughs> they got lost in shipping. <laughs> They're pretty cool, though. It's like a little cross between a Game Boy and a PSP. It's a Decepticon named Power Up V26. Or VT6. Hmm. Uh, it transforms from a Game Boy PSP-looking thing into a robot. But we've got three of them to give away. So how do you guys want to give these things away? Uh, wait, you didn't even figure that out? No. God damn you. <laughs> well, I figured we could do the easy thing and have, like, people write in with, like, what they would most want to transform into or something, and we just pick three random ones. 
There we go. We'll do that. Uh, email us at podcast at psnation.org. In the subject line, put Transformers. That's all you need to put in the in the subject and tell us what you would like to transform into besides a robot. Or if you want to do both, whatever. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I want to transform into a hot week. chick. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to give us your mailing address in case you win. Yeah. Put all your information uh, into the uh, email that you send. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we should get out of here. Um, I'm going to go play some Super Street Fighter 4. Just driving that home, Mark. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Josh, Joel, thanks again for helping us out this week. And uh, hopefully we'll get you back next week. Because, uh, like I said, who knows if Mark's going to show up. He might be playing the 360 with Danger Boy for all we know. I'm done with this shit. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> I could just feel the love. You know, Mark's back, and I, I got warm fuzzies the whole show, man. This is fantastic. Thank you both. That's why we call it the hate cast. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll see you online. Get out there and play some games. Have a good uh, week. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, your headliner for the evening, Mr. Robert Schimmel. Thanks. Oh, man. I did an episode of Crank Yankers for Comedy Central, and they, uh... Oh, thank you. Here's how it works. They put you in a recording studio, they give you some phone books, and they said, start calling people, and we'll record the calls, and, you know, we'll use what we can use. And so I call an animal hospital, and I go, look, this is very embarrassing, but my dog ate some of my Viagra, and he's, he's humping everything in sight, and, and we don't know what to do, and... So the vet goes, how many did he eat? I said, like, five or six. And he goes, oh, geez, this is going to last longer than, uh, you know, maybe like eight, nine hours. And I'm like, oh, man. I said, my wife said if we find a way to relieve him, maybe he'll stop. And he said, you could try that. And I said, well, try what? He said, do you get some lotion? No, I don't. I ain't doing that. He said, it's not like you're with another guy. No. It's like I'm with a dog. It's not even like I am with a dog. How do you explain that to a judge? (laughs) No, no, no. Your Honor, you're, you're missing the point. I was only jacking my dog off because he ate my heart on pills. Then I call another animal hospital, and now I get a female vet, and I tell her the same exact story, and I said, my wife said if we find a way to relieve him, maybe he'll stop humping everything, and she said, well, you could try that. And I said, so what, I get some lotion and just do the dog? She goes, oh my God, no. You don't do anything to the dog. You get a pillow or a stuffed animal, and you let him hump that. Yeah. Man, am I glad I called for a second opinion. (laughs) Shit, one more call, I would have been sucking his dick with my thumb up his ass.